You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. We ready? Yep. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. You are listening to two very bounced out uh, gentlemen today. Mm-hmm. Monday, often the worst day of them all after a big weekend, and this Monday is no different. Daddy almost vomited today. Eddie looks half dead. Um, but, you know, we're obviously here. We turn up no matter what. We do what needs to be done. It's not about us. It's a, it's bigger than us. This it, whole thing's bigger than us Yeah, now. yeah. It's it's bigger than us, Tom. And it's our duty to, to turn up and and dig deep for the P and the D, for yep. the podcast and, and for sport generally. And for the country. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's not just the country, but obviously, like, you know, Australia is, is everything to us. Mm. Australia has given us. Are we doing it for the nation? I think yeah. we're sort of doing it for the nation, but then and 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 Australians far and wide, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because the country stretches around the globe in some sense. Well, in all sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like Because there are Australians that it's not like we're. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's Australians that don't aren't that here. aren't living in Australia. Expats, I think we call those. There'd be Australians in every country. Put it that way. Probably. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that for a second. Anyway, what um, we're saying is we're very hungover. I've got that real sickly feeling in the tummy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Monday is. Yeah. Monday's a sickly feeling in the tummy. And I had a burger and chips today as oh, well. Oh, did you? And yesterday I had a burger and chips and Chinese. Shit. So I'm making poor decisions. Yeah. I am. I'm making poor decisions, but you know what? I don't care. No. Because God knows that there was no other option for me No, exactly. Than, but you know what? Sometimes a, the, a poor decision is the best decision. That's right. That's right. Maybe not for the stomach, no. but for the for the mind of the soul. For what body. you need at that time. That's right. But yeah, I had a big weekend. Um, happy 30th to Chris Mushin. Shout out to him. Thanks for having us. Happy 30th, bruh. Uh, happy 30th. It's happy happening. 31st to Jarch and Hickey. Mm. Uh, I Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Celebrated there. Well, I celebrated Hickey's birthday on Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, I need to celebrate someone else, Tom, as well. And okay. It's official dog of the podcast, Tonka. Um, Tonka's flying. Uh, for What's P's, happened? Well, for the P's of D's that don't know, Tonka probably, I mean, he'd be right up there, if not the great, the best-looking dog currently living. No, no, he's a hot dog. He's a hot dog. Yeah. He's sort of getting to, you find his feet in that sense. Yeah, like he know, yeah, yeah. He knows what he's about. and he oh, knows so he he's turn, aware that he can, he's like... He can turn on the charm. Okay. He can turn on the charm. Very, very photographic, mm. which Ella loves, obviously. But um, so Tonka identified by QT hotels there's one in bondi they've just started allowing dogs they're like we want to we want to get the tonk in to sort of you know let other dogs know let other dogs know that they can now this is a hotel for them that's right and what better dog than the hottest dog than the hottest dog of all to lead to let other dogs know so tonka this is like almost the equivalent of like if evie was picked in like the bonds baby search that's exactly what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm saying so Tonka, he got invited on Thursday night. We got down there. It was fantastic. Um, How do you enjoy it? He loved it, mate. He loved it. There's a little bed for him, but it wasn't it was quite, to be honest. He, it was very little. It was a bit small for the Tonk. Um, so he was up in the big boy bed. Well, they, I hope they I hope they provided a separate room for him. Yeah, yeah. But he was absolutely loving it. Where mate, does you know? he poo and wee? Mate, to be honest, I was a bit like, Ooh, is, this gonna, is he going to be all right? Is he going to be all right? Best behavior. Best behaviour. So he just didn't poo and wee? No, took, I just took him downstairs. Okay. But he wasn't running around fucking shitting in the bathroom yeah, and stuff. Do you know right. what I mean? Like he was sort of... To be fair, if he had, that would have been the best spot for him. I it. could tell he was getting agitated and then I'd take him down and he was absolutely fine. But he had the time of his life. A little bit disappointing. They were supposed to have room service for him. 
but apparently the chef didn't turn up. Can you believe that? The chef didn't turn up for the dogs. That is disappointing. That's disappointing. That is disappointing. Shocking. Especially when you've you've you know like if you've getting the fucking Ronaldo of dogs. That's right. That's right. When you get the Ronaldo of dogs, you show the fuck up and you cook. <laughs> Could you imagine if Simple Ronaldo rocked up to a, a hotel like sorry we're not doing room service? That's Christiana. exactly right. But oh, anyway, I went downstairs. We went to Eden Bar and look, we might have ordered a bit extra for the tonk and threw him some bloody you know some calamari, etc. Even though it's not calamari, it's like some Japanese root posing as calamari. Anyway, different story. I thought Dior would be around. Thought Isabel would be open. Apparently not. Disappointed. You tried to go to Isabel. Yeah, I thought, oh shit, Thursday night. We know the GM. Well, we know the guy who narbrowed the job. Exactly, which is almost better That's than almost getting better. it. You're now like almost yeah. the boss you're, of the, show, like, yeah, the whole yeah. thing. If you narbrow the GM job, then you're a bit of a GM yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Thought he'd be around for Thursday night. People sent it on Thursday night. Apparently not. So, look, Dave, something you need to look at, especially if I'm in town with the hottest dog in the world. Yeah, I mean, like, if the hottest dog rolls into town, you you open up. Yeah, you open up. You open up. So does Tonka get paid? Do you guys, or is it just like it's a free... Well, I think they just wanted to test the waters and be like, what's this guy about? You know, see him in the flesh, see how he operates, see, yeah. see what he can offer. Yeah. Uh, photos were sent off today. Feedback glowing. Oh, really? Yeah. What sort of shots are we talking? Is it like him just doing shit around the hotel? Yeah, him yeah. Laying in bed? Yeah, yeah, mate. Exactly. Him in bed, him fucking cruising around, him like a chair and shit, him up on the couch. Surprising they wouldn't have wanted him, food to have been in that. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. The PR girl was not happy, and rightly so. Yeah, right. So she's not happy. Like, it wasn't the... It's, look, QT fucked up, really, didn't <laughs> QT they? fucked up. Up. Sorry, I'd be firing. The, I'd be firing that dog chef quickly. One hundred percent. If you're a pooch chef and you're not there to feed pooches on the day of the launch with the hottest pooch in town, I'd be shooting him and turning him into dog food. It's and as then simple as that. Keeping it in the freezer yeah. and making keep it up, sure Brian. Took right, yeah. Simple yeah. as that. Because he doesn't. He doesn't like to go unfed. Tom. Well, I think it was a slap in the face to Tonka. Really, yeah. that's the most disappointing thing. It's like mm. blatant disrespect to the Ronaldo of dogs. <laughs> Um, so that was me that was Thursday that was, that's what I've got outside of sport yeah look I don't have too much outside of sport I no. bounced myself out that's just what happens daddy went wild um, but nothing too you know crazy to report other than the fact that I was the daddy went wild the daddy went wild and Evie and mum stayed home to let daddy sort of spread his wings spread his wings and just you know head down bum up sort of stuff and just rip <laughs> in for the <laughs> I've always thought, Tom, I've always thought that head down, bum up, that's the attitude you've got to take in. To a big night. To a big night. Yeah. And just get on with the job. Get on with the job. Roll yeah. the sleeves up. Roll the sleeves up. Head down, head down bum, bum up. up and get on with it. Yeah. yeah. Only come up for air. No. Only for Only. Air. And, and I'd be hoping you, you treat it like a whale. We only breed like once every few hours. Yeah, yeah. Go deep. <laughs> go deep. Go deep on the night. Yeah, if we can teach you one thing, it's go real deep. That's exactly I did right. take it deep. I took it deep into the evening yeah, as yeah. well. You took it deep? I took it deep. And How I had deep? a lot to do on Sunday. Well, for me, right, deep these days is like, ooh, midnight, probably going to have to get home. Deep on the weekend was like 3.30. Deep for you. Deep for daddy. Deep for daddy. Yeah. So, you know. Am I a cool dad? I mean, that's up for you to, to debate out there, but I think we know the answer to that. I'm a cool dad who can take a deep if I have to. Happy to. Yeah, I'm happy to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you can still take a deep. Yeah, you, can, you, you can always take a deep, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I wasn't sure anymore. I think I could have gone deeper. <laughs> 
but I'm a responsible guy. Yeah, so, you're right. you know. Yeah, you didn't want to risk it. No, you didn't want to float with danger. I think as well. You don't want to pass out down there. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't want that to happen. Because then who knows, you wake up on someone's house, uh, you know, someone's couch, yeah. not knowing where you are. Yeah, yeah, and your phone's out of battery and it's 10 a.m. Yeah. And, yeah. and daddy's and, in trouble. Yeah, all my things are now on the fucking front lawn. Yeah. Uh, so didn't do that. Responsible, but did take it deep. So shout out to me. Uh, <laughs> um, should we should we get on with the podcast? Let's get on with it. There's a fuckload of rugby there league. There is a lot of rugby about. league. There's a lot of rugby league. Yeah, yeah. Oi, um, spoiler alert, this podcast is going to be full <laughs> chock and block. Chock and block rugby of rugby league. league. Not going to start with Manly this time, genuinely. There is some stuff to get to with Manly, but I want to start with uh, the Brisbane Broncos, officially Spoon mm. Wardens for 2020. We, mm. we kind of always felt like it was going to happen. It was in the waters. We just need the dogs to get a win. Mate, I tip the dogs every week, knowing they'd get one, and knowing, the Bron- and knowing the Broncos wouldn't. I, could, I just felt it. So I the Broncos, then they, they lost uh, to the Cows Pumped. in the, the Beta Bowl. Pumped. Pumped. Uh, Spoon Corp Stadium, it has been renamed. That's right. Uh, already seen a few people take it and run with it. Just so you know, trademarked Hello Sport. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, look, he's lawyer of the stars under people that are misusing our yeah, work. Yeah. Sports bets of the world who don't mind fucking repurposing content. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Spoon Corp Stadium, it is. Now, I mean, I don't think anyone who's not a Broncos fan could be any happier with how that transpired. But what I would like to talk about, Eddie, which is I think the thing that got most people in a most people's uh, you knickers know, in a knot. knickers in a knot. Mm. Oh, they're knotted. They're really knotted. Like some more knotted than others. Some are way more knotted than others. Some probably not in a knot at all. <laughs> uh, and that would be that Darius Boyd post game yeah. did a gender reveal where he kicked a footy. Mm. It exploded into pink dust, and all the boys elated. For his third daughter, yep. jumping around, all hugging and you know kissing and cuddling. Yeah. Now, because I brought it up, I'm just going to give my opinion first, but I'm going to do it through explanation, if that's all right. Yeah. Edward, so you're going to you explain know, your thoughts. I think I'm going to explain my thoughts as they come to me. You know, okay. I was hoping for an interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> I guess words are fine on a words podcast. Will do. Words will yeah. do. <laughs> now, obviously, a very weird time to do it. Right, yeah. seems like a weird time to decide to do it in the sense that, like, you know, you just lo- you just won the spoon, eleven straight losses, mm. and you know, maybe maybe it's not a great look for you and the boys to be yipping and yahooing after you've just won the spoon, doing a gender reveal. Now, the actual gender reveal itself, I have zero problem with. Mm. Don't mind it, like mm. whatever, mm. play on for me. Mm. But doing it straight after you've won the spoon, probably not a great idea. But I'm also a little shocked by the fucking, like, people saying <coughs> that they were disgusted by yeah, it. Yeah, look, I think that's all fucking a bit over the top. This is, my, this is my two cents. I think that the Broncos, and I think that the Broncos supporter at large, whether they wanted to admit it or not, knew the spoon was sewn up fucking months ago. <laughs> the way they've been playing, yeah. like it's been shit show from top to bottom. You were never going to win another game and you fucking didn't. Mm. And the reality was this. If the Bulldogs can get a win somewhere, then it's all over for you. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. 
right? So, yeah, it's not a good look to be yipping our hooing after the spoon, but they're not, but you've got to keep in mind they're not yipping and yahooing about winning the spoon. Do you no. know what I mean? That's not what they're yipping and yahooing about. Exactly. They're getting around a bloke who, and if I'm, had, if I'm, I'm guessing, Tom, has been like, oi, this is a good way to do it. He's been told sort of what to do by the missus, I think. Oh, you're you right. know what I mean? I think she would have been like, this is a great idea. Is it Darius's idea? I don't know. That's a great point, actually. And, I don't know and, and, also, and also if, also if, let's say it was lined up months ago, right? And the missus are like, I reckon this would be a great way to do the gender reveal. If you kick a ball in the last game of your season after, you know, when you retire... And then when it's penciled in, it's sort of hard to get out of it. You know what I mean? Maybe. Uh, look, it might be hard to get out of, or it might be like, you know. I mean, I think. You know what I mean? She might have been like, "You're doing it." Well, he's yeah, like, sure, All right. sure. Fuck. We can't. We can't. We don't know for sure. We don't know for sure if it was his misso. Could be. I mean, you know, we all get roped into things from time to time. <laughs> I think. I think blokes get roped into shit more by their misso than missos get roped into shit by their blokes. But I also don't have a bloke to rope me into anything, so I don't know. I think that's fair. We we put them through more. We put them through and we more. get roped into more. Yes, correct. I think that's probably I think the that's balance. Probably the way it goes. Please mm. reach out, Dribblets, if you think that that's not correct. Uh, just my experience as a man of thirty-one years on the earth, revolutions around the sun. Um, but yeah, disgusted by it. I'm not. Disgu- I'm not disgusted <laughs> by it. If you woke up disgusted, <laughs> then then I tell you what. If you woke up disgusted, then you're probably a Broncos fan. In fact, mm. you almost definitely are. And what you're actually disgusted at, and what you should be disgusted at, is your 11 straight losses and the spoon. <laughs> and you're just trying to yeah. deflect it onto yeah. Darius yeah. because you're deflecting it onto a into an innocent enough gender reveal. Relatively innocent gender reveal, maybe ill guide, misguided gender reveal. Now, could they have done it in the sheds? Probably. Probably could have. Probably could have done it in the sheds. Might. Maybe they should have. Maybe but they, they didn't. No. And you won the spoon, which is more offensive than a gender reveal. If I had to make a choice, Eddie, mm. win the spoon or have... Darius do a gender reveal? Darius do a gender reveal. Yeah. I'm letting him kick any ball he wants yeah, and explode yeah. into a million bits of powder. What was insult to Apparently, injury stuff? Yeah, yeah. Real insult to injury if you're a Broncos fan is... <laughs> The like 150 wooden spoons that someone, some. Well, I heard it was. I heard it was multiple people just throwing spoons. Disgruntled members got down there with spoons and threw them onto the oval. I hope this becomes like an NRL sort of. It, thing. I think it should be a thing. It should be a thing. That members, you... hard, hardworking, honest, fair. You know, loyal members. They work hard for their membership yeah, fees. Yeah, but who who pay their membership fees year in year out? You know, got every fucking hat. Got every badge. Every 50 million jerseys. Can tell you every season, every game, right? Just love the club. If you're that if you're that person, that, that dribbler or dribblet, and your team gets the spoon, that should be what you do. Yeah. Get your kitchen spoon, get down to the local oval and... Or get down to your local Kmart, wherever they're selling them in bulk, and buy them out. Mm. Get your kids to do it. Yeah. Show your disgust. Show your disgust. Be angry. Yeah. And then the players should have to pick them up. They sent... The Broncos sent some poor fucking... Club official. No, no, the, the in play, cargo shorts. The players like should have to pick them up. Walking around there like this. I didn't win this fucking. Players and staff. Players and staff should be out there picking, picking up, up spoons. spoons. Simple as that. That's what you should be discussing. I think about. that's the final humiliation. It's almost like a catharsis as well for the players. Well, it's like, you know, it's in some ways it's a funeral of sorts. Yes. It's a funeral to the season. It's healing. It's, it allows you to move on. But it it's also you, like the It allows shame you to regroup. The shame you should probably go through. Yeah, it's shame, but it's healing. It's yes. cathartic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, this is the last thing, and then once this is done, 
Then you we move, move on. on. And you have a wake, which is a mad Monday for... Like, a mad Monday for the team that won the spoon is a wake. Yeah, it's a wake. After the... Picking it, the collecting of the spoons. The funeral, as yeah. it were. Funeral is the collecting the, of the spoons. The spoons, yeah. And then the wake is the, you know, beers and tears. Beers and tears, pats on the back, let's get on with business. On and with then it. you and then you know, you, you have you know, obviously have the conversations around look next year I think we can go the whole way. I think we can do it. I think we can do it next year. We just I gotta think get we've rid got of the like, cattle, we yeah. just we just fell into a rut. Um, Blame Seabold. Seabold, fucking shit ass coach. We got Kevy now, Kevy's probably. On, no, well Kevy's coming now. Look, <laughs> new year, new yeah. club, new yeah. coach. Yeah. Yeah, Milf, mate, like, honestly, you know, things gone your way this season. You could have got the Dally M, I think, but next it was, year. It was Seabold. Seabold yeah. fucked Seabold, the whole thing. Seabold fucked us. Seabold fucked everything. And I think next year, with a bit of luck, which you need in rugby league, yeah, Tom. Yeah, it's all about luck. I mean, yeah. look at the Panthers, injury-free. That's yeah. luck. That's luck. I think we can go all the way. If That's the get... sort of stuff you say. Plenty of Red Bull, heaps of piss. And... You've got to have Red Bulls in that conversation <laughs> yeah, because just, fuck, yeah, that yeah. conversation dies out real quick if you don't have sort of – uh, misguided motivation, or, yeah, yeah, you know, sort of or just like just outrageous confidence. chemical motivation, yeah, 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 yeah. deluded, yeah, deluded sort of Del- delusions of grandeur. Correct. We'll do it next year, boys. We'll do it yeah, next yeah. year. Fuck, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna fucking start training again tomorrow. Who's with me? Let's get back out there, and then obviously wake up. It's bounce. like it's like when it's like when you've had a couple of red bulls, you're sitting down with your mate, and you come up with the best idea of all time, mm. and then you start throwing around numbers, mate. We'd probably get, we'd probably be able to sell this idea for fucking thirty million. What are million, the margins on 50 this? Fifty million margins are outrageous. Then you wake up in the morning, and you, and you realize that that was one that of the stupidest ideas of all time, and that you know maybe I shouldn't do this to myself <laughs> anymore, and maybe the anxiety I'm feeling isn't just because I was abusing substances, but maybe I am actually looking at myself in the mirror a little bit, and I need to improve. <laughs> Some areas of my life. Yeah. So that's the Broncos. That's the Broncos. We're not saying we do Red Bull either. It's just about them doing it. No, I'm saying, season. yeah, yeah. Well, we, we're just, we're just, we're making, quite, on, quite honestly, we're just making assumptions. We're just making assumptions here and how we think it's probably going to go. Mm. Now, Kevy is coming in. Uh, and then. If they've got a culture problem, which they do, I think Kevy, you know, one of their favorite sons, he, he's the, he's the right man to, 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 Make Brisbane or bring back the culture of yesteryear. You know what I mean? Nineties, yeah. two thousand, early two thousand. There's a part of me that finds so like I completely understand where the like legends are coming from. Where it's like, you know, they've forgotten their past, what the Broncos are about, and all this sort of shit. And I'm like, I get all that, and I'm not saying Kevy can't coach because I've never seen him coach an NRL side, so I wouldn't even know. And he doesn't even know because he's never coached an NRL side either. No one knows. He's coached Origin. No which one is knows. Kind of like it's coaching not the amazing same players. Thing. It's not. The no, same it's not. Thing. What I'm saying is, like, it's all well and good to have the culture there, and I get that, but you also need someone who can coach. But we don't know if you can coach. No. But if you... and and They're rolling the dice. And you've just had a spoon (laughs) season. I guess the only benefit for Kevy is that they just came last, so they can't get worse. They can't get worse. Unless they don't win a game. At least he can go... At least he's probably... His cell was probably, listen, you can't get any worse than what you are now. You can't get any worse but you know what I can do? I can help fix a culture. I so let's get, start there. Let's start there. Let's get the boys on side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get the old boys on side. And then if I fucking shit the bed, then the old boys, rugby league's so like uh, backstabby anyway. If he just does nothing, then everyone will turn on him and he's gone halfway and through I, the next season. And look, I don't, 
I don't pretend to know what the Brisbane culture is all about, like at that level. You no. know what I mean? But it seems to mean a fuckload to those old boys. Like they don't shut up. No, about no, it. they're fuming. They're fuming. Every week it's the same shit. The old boys are furious. The old boys are furious. The culture's gone to the dogs, blah, blah, blah. So clearly if they need, think it needs fixing, maybe it does. Maybe it know. does. Maybe it does. And maybe Kevin's a man to do it. Listen, tell you what, there's no one nicer than Kevin Walters in the game of rugby league. Well, Kevin should have had the game. He should have had the coaching gig already. Well, apparently they shook his hand and said he had it. That's exactly right. And fucking gave it to Seebs. Yeah, five years with a sixth in his option or whatever it was. Tell you what, that's, uh, you know, bed shits all around. But anyway, uh, good luck to the Broncos. Good luck to them. Enjoy getting out of the bubble. We got a lot of Mad Mondays rolling around. Apparently the NRL's cancelled Mad Monday. Like they've sent out an edict to clubs saying that you can't do Mad Mondays. It's like, well, like what? I mean, I can't. I'm out of the bubble, so I can actually do whatever the fuck I want. What do you mean I can't do Mad Mondays? Mad Mondays in the sense that you can't go to like... Maybe like go dress a up. venue bloody... or whatever. You can go around to some bloke's backyard. And yeah, exactly. And what? Oh, you, you go to bloody Milf's house on a million a season and just go lock in in his basement. Yeah, and bloody... yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, get some get some newspaper up on the windows and send it. Send the family away somewhere else. Yeah, put them just... in a nice hotel. Something ritzy, something nice. Get the blokes. Get the blokes. Get, and get the on Dr. with the job. V's to recover. Get on with the job. Healing. That's what it's all about. But good luck to the Broncos. They're going to fucking need it, mate. They will need it. It's they a long way back. Long way back from the bottom of the ladder. Some have done it. Don't think Broncos will. But I love seeing them get the spoon. It's obviously just nice for us being in a rarefied air of like just one of the the few clubs never to have won a spoon. The Manly Seagulls. I'm talking. If you want to go, if you want to go through the list, these are the clubs that don't have a spoon. Us. And the Warriors. Now, the Warriors haven't been around for long. So, Is you, that it? Are you counting that? Uh, it was Storm with an asterisk. No, no, no. No, no, that's not an asterisk. No, 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 no. Storm have got one. Look did it up. It. Well, so how many points did we finish on that year? Was it the least amount of points? Did yes. we get the least amount of wins? Yes. yes. No, least amount of points. You had the, most, you had the least amount of points. Mm. So you came last. You've got a spoon. Yeah. Look it up. you got a spoon. Uh, check it. Or just <laughs> check it. So, yeah. Check, check the spoons. No, no, no. Just check. No, no, no. Check. Check it. Check if you got the spoon. Check it. Because I think you did. So now, you, some could also there argue... Are, there, are, there are asterisks next to your premierships, yeah. not to your spoons. Spoons are... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's got to work both ways. No, you it doesn't. go the one way. <laughs> You've no. got a spoon, and you have no premierships in those years where you were cheating. Correct. Now... Do you want to hear who has the most spoons? Well, uh, Western Magpies. I, yeah, and second most currently in the league. I bet you, bet you can guess. Eels. Eels. Well, Eels. that doesn't surprise us either. Yeah. It doesn't surprise anyone. Now, the only other clubs that don't have a spoon that I'm not counting... And neither does the punter and the dribbler. West Tigers, because no. as a dirty merger club, mm. they don't. Yeah. Oh, right. And neither does St. George Illawarra Dragons, okay. because they're a dirty merger club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the dirty But merger. they have, but both those clubs, West Magpies are the most ever, and well, Balmain's got their fair share. Well, so. let's combine them then. How yeah, many have combine they got them. Fucking yeah. shitloads. So West have got 17, and Balmain. Eight or something, Where was it? Um. Balmain four. Okay, so, so that's twenty one. Twenty one. So that and so, and then the ste- the Steelers and St George. How many have they got? Ah, uh, they got three each. So six. Six. So it's us and the Warriors, which basically means it's just us. It's exactly right. Seventy something seasons for Manly. No spoons. Just putting that out. There. Yeah, just something to think about. Um, Even the Titans have managed two spoons in their like less than ten years or whatever. Of course they have. Yeah. Tell you what though, Titans will. Very go close to top eight next year. Mm. Yeah, playing good footy late. Playing good footy late. Five straight, uh, bringing in David Fafita and fucking Tino Farmasua Alawali. Uh, forgive me, Tino, I fucked that up. I just like that. It's just, he's just big Tino. 
Because mm. obviously the last name's difficult, but he's also fucking huge. So Big Tino. Rolls off the tongue. A lot easier to say. Big Thick well. Tino. Big Thick Tino. And I love Tino, even though he's a Queenslander. I'm a huge Tino fan. I think I've already said it on this podcast. Doesn't matter, though. Um, now, I didn't see Manly v. the Tankwater Warriors, but I will say this, Eddie. Results don't matter when you're not making finals. What does matter is honour and respect. Things The Rock would talk about. Blood, sweat, respect. And, you know, I just want to say thank you on behalf of the podcast and, and you know, and you and Dior Dave and our proud sponsors, Bloke in a Bar and Dr. V and our upcoming line of merch. I want to say thank you to the Tank Water Warriors for your service to the game. Of One of the great lifts, Tom. I like those sentiments. One of the great lifts all time. Yeah. And I, I mean that honestly. Genuinely. Genuinely. Without the Tank Water Warriors, this season was fucked. It was in complete and utter disarray. Yeah. It's all about the longevity of the game, and we needed to get some rounds out, baby. We got twenty glorious rounds of rugby league out. Yeah, we've got the finals to come. We've got Origin at the end of the season, and that, in large part, is due to the fact that the Warriors went, went, the, big went the big lift, went over to Tamworth, got back to the the that the the roots of Tank Water. Yeah, you know what I mean, where it's birthed in a lot of instances. Yeah, the mighty town of Tamworth. And then just you know, put in put in you know grinding. When we talk about head down bum up stuff, that was the tight. What the did they Warriors. finish? Tenth, ninth. The Warriors, I think, I it, think it was tenth. tenth. Yeah, like fucking big lift, big mate. lift. And a bunch of their players went home and played some razzle dazzle footy. Tom knocked some teams off their perch. And you know what? That's the that's the sort of footy I like out of the Warriors. Razzle dazzle, razzle dazzle, bottom eight footy. Now, did Manly? You know, were we just throwing the nut around on Friday? Well, I think we were just sort of paying our respects to fucking tank water. Oh, so, we were really, Sunday, rather. Uh, we just didn't really, like, it was just more like, fuck it, footy. Like, mm. we want the Warriors to go out on a high. Obviously, we're not, I'm not saying Manly tanked or lost purposefully, because that's not in the club's DNA. Otherwise, you know. You we did clap on one of the field. You couldn't, you couldn't bloody go 70 years without a spoon if that's your mentality. Our mentality is always work hard. But there was an element of, like, going, let's just play some footy. It was just let's throw the steed in around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's 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 honor the, the Warriors and, and the game of rugby league. And the like, game of rugby league and, and just and just get on with it and then we can go to Schooner Town. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's happening now. Schooner Town for the Seagulls. Tommy and Jake obviously picked in the Origin squad, uh, unsurprisingly. Unsurprisingly. But Eddie, the biggest news coming out of the Manly Seagulls, the Manly Warringah Seagulls Club, and look, we've obviously known this for a while due to the fact that we were deeply involved in the negotiation process. But Kieran Foran, signed, sealed, delivered, returning to the Peninsula next year to join DCE and the boys, the Turbos. Like an old pair of jeans, Tom. Like an old pair of jeans. As I said when I shared the photo, the throwback photo of you and I and uh, Foz uh, earlier today. And Chucky Dax, Watmo. Chucky Dax, Watmo, dear friends, all of them. If you love something, you set it free, mm-hmm. and if it returns, it's yours Let it forever. be. Well, it's your, well, that's not what I said, but like it's... <laughs> then they're yours forever, and that's what's happened here with, with Kieran. Left a boy, sort of a man, a premiership-winning man. You know, well, he had he was to go young. through the journey. He had to go through life's journey. How old know? was he that back then? I don't know. 21? He's still younger than me, mate. When people are worried about his injuries, he's still younger than me. He's only 30 years old. Mm. Cam Smith is 37. Foran gets on top of the injuries. He's playing for another fucking seven years. But I think more than anything, Tom, 
and I don't want to put words in Kieran's mouth, but he's had his off-field issues when he left the club, right? Now, to come home to the peninsula, back to where you've won a premiership, back to where you're loved and respected. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's got to do wonders for the for the psyche. Back to Des. For the Des spirit. Slowly bring Des well, he's always back. been a father figure figure for him, 100%. you know what I mean? Des is back and then Foz comes back and DCE's still there. It's okay. It's like a fucking welcome home party. But what I'm saying is when you when you get your spirit right, your soul right, Tom, your body comes after it, it yes. follows. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, the body's yeah, yeah. always followed the spirit and the it soul. Has. Body comes after the spirit and the soul. So if you fix that, then you, you can forget about injuries, mate. Yeah, no injuries. And no also, injuries. listen, we've donated to Tommy's hamstring. We're like a t- we, that we've got body parts we can donate. Mate, I'm missing hammies. That's it. We've got one, ha- we're one hamstring down. Well, everything else, I'm good to go. Everything else. And I've got a couple of hammies. I've been training for this. Yeah. When you Foz was coming back, why do you think I started this health kick? I had to get the body right in case I need to fucking give a rotator cuff or something. You know? Exactly right. I'm ready to roll. Well, your rotator cuffs are tip top. No, rotator. Well, they're on the mend. You know, <laughs> I've got some twelve kilo dumbbells. Don't you worry about that. Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half kilo. Thank you, Eddie. Mm. I undersold myself there. Mm. Uh, but look, Foz is back. There was yarn that shiny Josh Schuster was a little bit salty about it. I'd say to Josh, and I know he listens. Cool it, bro. Like learn off a legend. Learn off a legend, learn your trade, learn your craft, yeah. and then you're going to be fucking good. You don't want to go and play with some other losers. Yeah, mate, mate, go mate. join the Bulldogs and see how that works Learn out off a legend, mate. Learn off a club that can teach you about success yeah. and how to earn it and how to win it. That's it. Do you know and what I mean? Gonna, and, and you're going to rise and rise like and rise. cream does, and then you're going to be playing with fucking turbos in a couple of years. Mm. Turbos, Walkers, Parkers, Cherry Evanses, Forens, mm. Premiership Legends. Winners. Manassi's. Manassi Finehouse. Innocent until proven guilty, brah. Let the courts decide. Let the courts baby. decide. Don't, don't let him be charged in the court of public opinion. No. For goodness gracious. Fuck no. So, Manly, look, Eddie, I, I don't want to sound hyperbolic because it's not the way we do things here, but I've never been hyperbolic? More We've never been hyperbolic. Never been more confident of a premiership than I am in 2021. It just feels right. It seems like everything's coming together. It just this- feels right. It's just the journey that we got to take. Sometimes it's just the journey. You know what I mean? And you need the journey to get to the destination. That's it. And the destination in this instance... It's 2021 rings. It's exactly right. 10 years. 10 years after our last, Foran and DCE back together. It feels right. It Tommy does. Turbo. It does. Like Brett Stewart. He's the fresh Prince of Brookvale. Jake is the fucking Glenn Stewart. But better, arguably. It's all coming up, manly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But good to have you back, Foz. Good to have you back. Happy to have break of the deal. You um, know, obviously we'll catch up with you and the missus soon and the family. Love to all the kids and everything. Yeah, that's right. Um, can't wait to see you down at Warfie or something soon. I love it. Absolutely love it. Now, the Roosters, Eddie, who we've sort of been, you know, on a, in a weird way dick riding, which we're not really into when it comes to the Roosters, <laughs> but they're looking for a three-peat. Went down... <laughs> Mate, I can't. To eight. I can't wrap my head around this. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Sixty to eight. That's the worst score of the season by any team. Mate, it's it's their biggest loss. Biggest loss to the Rabbitohs ever, ever. And they've been playing since what nine and oh eight. Yeah, correct. 110, 12 years, Eddie. With a couple out when the Rabbitohs went walkabout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they you know, and now they're back. Now they're back. But mate, like you know, the Rabbitohs lose to the Bulldogs. 
and then they come out and put 60 on the Roosters. After the Roosters seem to start pretty well, you're like, oh, fuck. They started very well. I had money on a bunch of fucking... I had a real anytime try score multi going on, mm. and it was diabolical. <laughs> I don't know if I had a bet come off all year. <clears throat> Mate, 60 to 8? Like, bruh, how do you expect to turn around, go out to Penrith next weekend... And turn up when you got 60 points put on you. I heard an opinion from someone. I'm not saying it's one that necessarily matters, but it just put it in my mind that the per- this person said, I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking tanked. Went loss, loss. Just went, fuck it. Let's don't like. Oh, bullshit. No, just listen, 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 listen. Let me it play, makes sense. Let me play some you reckon devil- they tanked? Let me play some devil's advocate here. Yeah, I love it. Okay. If I'm Trent Robinson, and this is all complete allegation, punters, dribblers, and, and whispers and innuendo and rugby league dribble. Yeah, but we, you know what we love on this podcast in rugby league generally? We love a good rugby league conspiracy theory. Correct. Now, Put your tinfoil hats on. Get them out, punters, dribblers. Whip out the tinfoil hats. The Roosters tanked that game on purpose. Lost by, well, they got 60 points put on them. Looked like pure shit. And then the Panthers. So they lose, and then they come... Third? Fourth. No, fourth. fourth. Fourth, sorry. So then they play the Panthers first round and they think they can dust the Panthers, which I might and you're saying, Rooster. So you're saying they wanted that instead of going up to Suncorp and playing the, the, and the playing Storm. And playing the Storm. And so they play the Panthers, they dust the Panthers, who are good, but I still think aren't premiership, uh, like as in I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't win the comp, basically, the Penrith. Well, mate, with Penrith. They're not big game experience. Well, it's, well, it's like, well, that's exactly right. It's like, and this is what I've always said. Mate, it doesn't matter how well you go in the regular season. Final footy's a different fucking beast, mate. When the chips are down and you're behind by eight and you've got 20 to play in a fucking knockout game or a finals game, like, what are you made of, mate? It's not as simple as just fucking rolling up and... It's and, not a club game. And going, and going through the motions on your Sunday afternoon out at Panther Stadium. This is different. Finals footy's different. It's Ask different. Mitch Pierce. Ask Mitch Pierce, mate. And Mitch Pierce, one of the great club players of all time, especially in the last generation, right? Mm. Ask him how it goes in the big games and the big moments. Not easy. Not easy in finals footy. So the, 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 the conspiracy theory, Roosters tank intentionally. Then they play the Panthers and beat them in the first round of the finals. And they move to the other side of the draw as the Storm, I think. Yep. No, well, if the Storm win, they'd be in the final. That's what I meant. So you're at separate yeah, sides yeah, of the yeah. draw. Yeah, different sides, yep. It's a win-win. I was stoked. I'd much rather play the Eels and the Roosters first week of five. Oh, my God. The Eels, yeah. are, I mean, the Eels are in so much trouble. over the moon. I mean, not only do I love watching the Roosters just get their asses handed to them, but the fact that we don't have to play them next week. Yeah. Even though we have beaten them twice this season. No, the Storm beat you. Oh, sorry. You are the Storm fan. Sorry. That's yes, me. you're right. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, that's offensive. Don't... No, well, listen, dude. I'm you, not a Roosters gotta, fan, Yeah, bro. but you've also got a <laughs> yeah. bit of Bondi in you. you know, we all know. Um... Fucking oath, dude. The Storm are going to beat the piss out of the Eels. Yeah. Easy run through the prelims. Loving it. The Eels will go loss-loss. Yeah. 100%. Loss, yeah. I hate to tell you. Dude. I hate to tell you. Eels going loss-loss. My my money, right? So you know I had that bet with Sivo at the start of the year. Eels to miss the top four. Yeah. Came down to the Tigers and them. And the Tigers were up with like a few minutes to go. And then obviously the Tigers being a DMC. You to pay 50 losers. bucks? Yeah, I paid him straight away. Oh, you did. Good man. Uh, but... The Eels almost lost to the fucking Tigers. There's no way they're doing anything. The Eels have been the Eels have looked bush league the last five, six weeks. Simple as that. Bush league. Sorry to say it, Eels. I don't know who they play. If they lose the storm, which they will, I don't know who they play in the next round. Do they play the winner of Raiders Sharks? That's the Can you get that up, Dior? Uh yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pretty it'll sure. Be, get the brackets up. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it will be so they will be the the highest placed loser from the top four. So they'll play. I think the highest ranked winner or the lowest ranked winner. I don't think that's how it works. I think the brackets already set. Yeah, but it does have to do with the highest place win and the highest place. Yeah, so here we go. So uh, when Eels lose, they're going to go on to play the winner of Knights uh, Rabbitohs. So the middle stays in the middle and the outs stay on the out. Yeah. It must be. Yeah. Which that'll be Bunnies, which they'll lose. Bunnies so. will beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. I tell you what else though I was talking. The Knights well, the, the don't look good. No, the Knights look like shit. <laughs> the Knights look, look like, like shit. The Knights yeah. look like pure shit. The Knights look like pure shit. It was uh, disgusting to watch. Um, if you're a Knights fan, which I didn't care, but it was like, oh, AJ Brimson is humping you guys into submission. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely dominating. AJ Brimson's a fucking throbber. I tell you what though, the mole from Channel Nine, and obviously you could be right, but. Uh, I just some you hear these rugby league journos with their fucking shit. They're like, Kalen Ponger in danger of being usurped by AJ Brimson for the Queensland fullback role. You're like, bullshit. Oh AJ Brimson has a couple of good games. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like half Ponger's size. Anyway. Yeah, like what do you? Like, but Ponger's also still fucking had like he's had a fucking great year. He's also a throbber at Origin level. Like he loves the big moment. Yeah, he fucking loves it. Oh, we're gonna put AJ as a debutant at fullback against the new South. You know Park what, mate? That's clicks. Brilliant. That's just for clicks. That's I know, shit. I know. Honestly, but don't you lose your soul as a journo when you just go clickbait? Well, you know what? A sports journo? I mean, there are plenty of them that do it. Yeah, but, uh, but like, mate, it's, it's come a bit like that in the digital age, right? It's a lot. It's very clickbaity it out is, there right now. It? It's clickbaity as fuck. AJ Brimson fucks current origin star out of position. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure, cool. sure, sure. But the Roosters, it's an interesting theory. I still think, and I was saying this on the weekend, you know, full of piss. I was like, I don't read too much into it. No. I think finals foot is different. I think the Roosters get up and about. They've got so much fucking experience. They're oozing in talent. And I think they'll, I mean, if they did lose by that amount, trying, then surely that just kicks them into fucking... Shape because it's not like their systems are bad. No. Nothing's broken. Trent Robinson think. said it after the game. He goes, you don't just become shit footballers overnight. Overnight. You know what I mean? The systems aren't broken. That if They've been one of the strongest defensive sides for years, mate. Correct. But statistically speaking, Eddie, and obviously we are, you know, when we feel like it's stats-based, no team has won the comp after conceding more than 50 points, let alone well, 60. Well, records are made to be broken, you could argue, Tom. You could, but I'm just saying if you're a Roosters fan, a cocky, lippy Roosters fan, you should be hanging your head in shame well you know what it is and, and and if this is all it is if this is all we get out of it like if the Roosters go and win next week at least we've had a week of the Roosters fans you know thinking oh Jesus yeah 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 because they've been too cocky for too long well it's been hard and sometimes you need those. to knock them down a peg and just go wait dribblers need to be clipped yeah yeah and it's a clipping it's a clipping well, it's an absolute clipping I mean that's the bit of the other theory that I've thought about and I've kind of held as a theory of mine for the last few years, is that especially in these runs to the final, when you're such a dominant team like the Roosters or the Storm, you almost need a loss just to humble you before the finals, just so you know you're not going into the finals complacent and yeah. you're not just thinking you're top. That's shit. the old like, saying: so, it's the loss yeah. they need to have. So you're saying 17 straight or whatever it is. For I the think Panthers. that's. I mean, I think losing not necessarily good. Losing nah. by 52 probably would take it a bit too far. And I don't reckon they meant that. No. But I think, you know, I was not too sad that the Storm lost this week, also because we were playing our reserve grade team, but I think it's important going into the finals. Imagine being the Panthers, not having a loss, and you're just going like, we haven't had a loss, haven't had a loss. So there's like almost, if you have a loss, you wonder whether it just kind of goes, oh, okay, look, yeah, we've had a loss. Like, they're not that bad. Like, fucking losses happen. If you haven't, 
lost in X amount of games, there it's just like, fuck, when's the loss happening? When's the loss happening? And then you get down by 14 points or something. Imagine if they chasing, went loss-loss. You're chasing a win. You're chasing points. Panthers, chasing lose, points. Panthers lose to the Roosters, and they'll be up against the Raiders. And the milk mm. can dust you. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty fucking wild as well. Now, speaking of the milk, uh, obviously... No surprises from you or I, Eddie, and I assume D or Dave, knowing the strength and the power of the podcast and the, you know, the, uh, I guess the respect that we are uh, held in throughout the sporting world. But Canberra Milk officially signs on as the uh, sponsor of the milk. Are you shocked now? Are you like this? You know, what, like, do you still? Are you still doubting us? Where? What else do we need to do here? Are you still doubting us? Are you still doubting us? Should we get some sort of commission off it? Yeah, sure, we should. Yeah. But, but right, as we, we look, said, as we said before, it's not about us making money. It's about helping little milk, boutique milk, find its feet again and, and fight back you know, against big milk. That's yeah, what that's it's it. about that's for what us. It's about. That's just, what it's about. We're just happy us. to see little milk done good. Little milk has done good, and it's aligned itself with what's right and true. In little this world, milk, little milk's flopped out its dick as well and thrown it on the table and gone. Listen, little milk's here to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little milk off forgotten, but little milk's still around, baby. Well, I mean, the, the the size of the milk doesn't necessarily indicate the the size of the milk. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although the amount of fight in the milk, the girth in the milk. Yeah, that's exactly right. So you know, uh, impressive to see. Yeah, you're welcome, Raiders fans. Yeah, you're welcome, little milk. It's good for milk. It's good for the Raiders. Yeah. It's a great. It's always been a great synergy between yeah. the two. A marrying of two worlds: milk and rugby league. We've said it before, we'll say it again. Finally, I just wanted to, and Dave, this might require some Dior from you. Has anyone else noticed that Robbie Farah's had a nose job post-career? No, I haven't. Robbie's had a nose job, nothing wrong with it. His nose was sizable, but he's definitely had some... You know, and it could have been because it was broken when he played, and he was like, "Wait until post career." I don't know. Some players don't get it fixed, whatever the fuck's wrong. But Robbie Farah has had an NJ. H- hadn't he had it broken a shitloads of times? Looked like he, he could it. probably barely breathe. He's probably, has he just got it straightened, or has he had a bit chopped off? No, he's he's had some fucking Bella Hadid work done. <laughs> Shout out to Bella Hadid. If anyone else gets that reference, you probably have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. Yeah. I still don't care about that nose job either if we're talking about Bella Hadid. Yeah, but she's had a nose job. It's like, yeah, it might be the greatest nose job of all time, though, if she had one. She did. She's mate, go back I go know. back ten years and she looks you wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to recognise no, the same person. But if that nose job is true, which is all alleged, but I don't think it's alleged. No, well, I think it's, it's known as fact. The greatest nose job of all time, in my opinion. Well, money buys quality, Tom. No, if you're prepared but to part with it. Is the greatest NJ I've ever seen on Bella Hadid. She is delicious looking. Well, having said that, plenty of money when Michael got his done and they fucked his. So you're right, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Money doesn't <laughs> buy a good nose job necessarily. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I take. Although that you back. do probably just need to to know when to stop with the, with an NJ. One well, I think MJ had play. too many NJs. MJ had way too many NJs. But I still don't think. But I, I still don't think that MJ's first NJ was much to write home about. No, but his first NJ was all right. I thought early days when he was still black, it was like, oh, that NJ is pretty. It's I, I, like it doesn't look bad, and then it got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, as he, got he just lighter. kept shaving and he just shaving, kept shaving and shaving. shaving. Whereas Bella Hadid's NJ, 
Mwah. You got to know when to stop. Is what you we're saying. You got to know when to stop. You stop engine. Mm. Probably just a one and done, unless they fuck something up. But you want to go one and done. Yeah. Because if they fuck it, then you might you Fix might be again, yeah, a bit yeah, more, yeah, a bit yeah. more. Now, have you got anything up here? Of uh, I mean, I don't know where to look. I'm on his Instagram, Instagram. and trying to like you know just trying to suss it out. What really. you need to do is basically find a. Is that what's that photo of? Is that so this is recent? Get it on the old screeny. Oh, yeah. So what we need to do here is. You do a bit of a side-by-side comparison. Yes. Now, if you just go... It'll be easier to find an old-school Robbie Farrow photo. If you can find one of him, he was <coughs> he was at the Tigers game on the weekend, farewelling Benji and uh, Chris Lawrence. Yep. Okay. Does that help, mate? I'm mean, slipping. No, 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 I'm getting there. This perch, eh? Too much vapor, so, eh? Is that Blinded by the bright lights of the podcast game. So this is, this is a recent-ish photo. You're going to need some zoom on that one. I'm a mouse. So this is a month ago. Do we reckon it's more recent than a month ago? No, no, no. That's that's NJ. That's NJ Benjamin. NJ. Zoom All in right. again. Zoom in more. Just so we need to get right in on the schnoz. Because like once you... As much as... Oh, okay. On. Well, once you see the other one, you'll right. know. Hang on. Here we go. I think he's, he just had it straightened. Fixed up in the Bra. middle of the bridge. Bruh, just wait. Oh, Did we just go out? Pull up next to an old one. Get an old one. Go down. Go down. That one. Go down again. Keep going. I swear there was one I saw when I went and had to do a bit of Dior. There, go that one down there. No, down in the middle. Red top. That one there. Oh, that doesn't... Yeah, I mean, like, you can tell that's fucking... And Jade, but I don't know if that's even a good one. No, I, I can see what you mean. The the bridge of the nose is certainly a lot straighter and thinner. Like his, I feel like his eyes are even closer together now because of that. <laughs> they might be, or maybe they've just taken out some of the. I think he's taken out a bit of the like, bit up here, but on the sides here as well. Like he's had some removed from mm. the sort of, so he's kind of made it more of a ridge. And look, maybe it was for aesthetic reasons. Maybe so it could help him breathe again. Maybe I mean, this who is knows? what he looked like before. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I'm saying. It might actually be like no. This maybe is there was so much fucking like scarring and like cartilage, cartilage and damage shit. shit in there that it's just blown up and it took up Harvey's face. I reckon it was getting in the way of his eyes. Like he was trying to watch a movie. And I don't reckon he could breathe. Way. No, that's probably fair. Listen, nothing wrong with an NJ, especially no. if you need it. If you don't need it, that's a problem. But like a Bella Hadid NJ, a Robbie Farah NJ, I'm full support of. Yeah, look, so shout out to, to the doctor did, behind the yeah, NJ Whoever word. did Robbie's NJ. Fantastic stuff. Robbie looks better than ever. Yeah, he does look good. He looks happy. He, lo- he looks uh, relieved. Well, or he looks like he's feeling oxygen through his nostrils. Yeah, yeah, he's breathing again. Years. Imagine breathing through your fucking mouth for the not, you know, 20 years he's of your life. He's almost lived with that, uh, what's that What's that uh, thing you have where you wake up and you stop breathing at night and you need a sleep apnea. Sleep apnea, yeah. yeah. So he's had waking sleep apnea until he got this. He looks night. well rested. He does look good. There's a, there's a shine He's getting in his better eyes. sleep. That's he's getting better, better sleep. sleep. More oxygen. Oh, mate. Yeah. He looks much better. The colour's back. He was getting pale before. Yeah, he, no was, he was. There's plenty of rose in those cheeks. That's great. Is that rugby league? That's rugby league. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. 
the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some... I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Did you see that video of fucking, that I posted of Tony Jones? Oh yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Dude, he is, I've seen, he gets so butthurt by that shit. Like, they've done that to him all the time, right? Like so, he's the he's the host of the AFL Footy Show, I think, mm. on a Sunday or something. Yeah, he's a host. And I've never seen someone take themselves more seriously in my life. Like, obviously, it was awkward what happened with Beck Judd when she nabbed the fuck yeah. out of you, but also like laugh about it. Yeah, exactly. You have to laugh about that. Uh, yeah, because now she's making it worse. You now got, he looks like you. Now more you of look a like you're so cut about it, yeah. and they're gonna bring it up every fucking time. Yeah. And he's like, "I'll walk out," and it's like, bro, they don't give a fuck if you walk <laughs> out. It's now made Fox Sports News as well as everything else. Yeah. Like, you're making more content, but he gets so upset, you and it's like, freak, and it makes you look like you're a freak for even trying to kiss her. Yeah, exactly. If you just had a laugh, the whole thing would have been funny, and it'd get replayed. But you laugh about it. Yeah. 
But now it's like, oh, now, dude, are you like... Yeah, yeah. Now it's weird. He's he, like that self-conscious that like, oh, shit. He keeps like, making up excuses yeah. and shit. And he's what, like... What's he, what is he they, he was like, the guy... Because it was like... I think Beg Judd was leaving the, the news station. She might have been the weather girl. Right. And then she was like... They were meant to bring her flowers and say goodbye or whatever. And whoever the floor manager was forgot to get flowers. And so he didn't have anything to give her when they were saying goodbye. So we just went in for a kiss and she's just like gone. Nah. Now, in fairness to him, it seemed a bit unnecessary from Beck. But also like, oi, bruh. Yeah. You got Narbrad. That's what happens. He's probably been Narbrad plenty of times in his life when he's gone to kiss a girl. And that's yeah. why he's cut. Mm. Mate, it's... His behaviour since has been mortifying. It's been the like the worst way to handle a Narbra. Mate, like it, it's almost like you haven't grown up in Australia. Like the only way out of it is to laugh it off. You have to laugh it off, or you're just going to get ripped on for the rest. You of You have your life. to be self-deprecating. Like that's I want. You have to rip on yourself. Yeah, I tried to tag him in the video um, on our IG, but he's made it that you can't tag him himself. He oh can't be tagged God. on Instagram. But it's he's, like, dude, Tony Jones, like. No one really even knows who you are. No one knows who you are until they see your face and they go, oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. I sort of know that guy. Thought, yeah, Tony, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, thought, yeah, I recognize him. I thought Tony Jones was the old Q&A guy. Well, that is. He is Tony yeah, Jones. That's, that's, that's the, the real Tony No Jones. one no one would yeah. hear Tony Jones' name and think of that guy. They'd think of the Q&A guy. Yeah. Unless you're AFL, you know, AFL people might, but the majority of the country don't know who you are. So just relax. They know your face because i tell you what he probably does most of, and I don't know this, but. You know, on like the nine morning and afternoon news when it's like uh, they get like the three talking heads and it's like, so uh, this mother in uh, Idaho in America has decided that she actually isn't going to make her kids wear shoes to school. Now, we've got Tony Jones from Nobody Knows and then we've got someone else who's a radio host. And What do you think? Should they be wearing shoes to school? And Tony going, oh, I just think this is ridiculous. Of course, they should be wearing shoes. And you're like, that's who Tony is outside of his AFL commitments and of getting Narbrad by Beck. Well, he's of Narbra fame. He is of Narbra fame. That's who he is. That's what he's known for best. He's the Narbra guy. And if he was a little bit more laugh and steer into the joke, then maybe he'd be Tony Jones, the AFL guy. But but you now, look, let's be honest, Tom, now we know why you got Narbrad. Because he's a Magoo. Yeah, because he's a Magoo. Like, Beck Judd would have been like, this guy reeks a Magoo. No, you're not kissing me on air. No. and she's Sorry, bro. Yeah, she's experienced him off air, and it's like, That's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, this guy. That's, is- why that, that's why the Narbra was so instinctual for her. Yeah. She's you know what I mean? She's running up. off instinct. She's like, oh, nah, get me away from that Magoo immediately. Dude, she sidestepped him with her head. It was yeah. fucking amazing. No Magoo. No Magoo. And then he stood there and was like, oh, can we watch it again? Yeah. Can you get it on the TV? And, and years later... How long ago was that? Watch the whole thing the one you posted. Yeah, yeah. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, fuck yeah. Magoo Jones, I love it. Of Narbrad by uh, Beck Judd fame, <laughs> and he was like of taking to, himself way, way too, too seriously. Serious. Fame. He tried to threaten him. He's like, I told you, I told you, if you have, if you play it again, I'm no one gives a fuck. You walked yeah. off, mate. Oh no, you walked off. You're See just you, making dude. for funny content. Yeah. And this is video is basically all these other times he got Narbrad and then the crescendo is the Beck Judd Narbrad. Oh, there's more. So Harry Kill. Narbrad. Harry Kill. Fresh Eddie. Oregon, there was a Shannon Nolan. Narbrad. Billy loves it. Oh, and obviously. Oh, look at him. What do I 
say? What did I say? What did I say? No, what did I say? What did I say? Did you think that was a joke, did you? I'll, I'll show you how much of a joke it is. Where's Beck? Oh, Where's Beck this What about that, didn't I? You, you can't help yourself. Off oh, you go, buddy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. He's head down the whole way out as well. Who's running the show now? He's Oh, there's more. Oh, God. Like, who? Where does he go to? Does he go and sit in his, like, in the makeup room and just, like, spit chips? What he, are you doing? He goes and finds a producer and goes, who's fucking responsible yeah. for this? And that's the problem is the producer is going to get, like, the poor producer who's got to fucking listen to this Magoo motherfucker. Oh, yelling. my God. Could you imagine how f- he would have gone home fucking furious? Furious. Feel sorry for his wife if he's got one. Like, she would have just been yeah, listening about just, this I mean, how f- day in and day out. How unfun does he seem? Good Lord. Because, like, in the scheme of things, that's just a funny Nabra. They're all funny Nabras. But the fact that you've got a collection of them, I think, says something. Yeah. You got more nah bras than than bras. <laughs> Way more nars than bras, bro. Way more nars than bras. So shout out to. Uh, the, We've uh, got another member of the Magoo Eleven. Oh yeah, welcome to the Magoo Eleven, uh, Tony Jones. He's almost opening the batting. He certainly rocketed straight <laughs> up to the fucking top of the order. <laughs> Did you watch any of the UFC on Sunday? I didn't watch it live, but I'm up on it. You're up on it. Well, it was. I mean, I only really watched the two main fights. I didn't really give a fuck about anything else. Start with the uh, co-main event, of, which was for the vacant uh, light heavyweight title. John Jones left to go to heavyweight, and so Dominic Reyes and Jan Blachowicz, Blachowicz uh, fought for it. Both of them pretty good. Dominic Reyes, some think beat John Jones in their last fight, but most think, no, nah, he probably just lost. Anyway. He got his nose. Dominic Reyes got his nose broken so badly. Like, I I love MMA and UFC, and I love seeing, you know, Gorgeous crazy shit. knockouts and shit, but, like, even still I get put off by this sort of stuff. And there's just this slow-mo footage of Jan punching this guy in the face and his nose just, like, moving across to one side. And after that happened, it was just, like, a matter of seconds before he just got mm. the shit bashed out of him. And then it was all over. And it was all over. But Jan, 37. He's old, but he looks old as well. He does look old, but 37, you're like, damn, dude, that's older when you first strap. Yeah, yeah, it's very old. Like, he's fucking hung around, right? He has hung around. Well, I mean, but again, like, not someone, it's a pretty boring... How old's Corbett Cowboy Cerrone? For, for like... He'd be late 30s, late 30s. But but Jan hasn't been... Just to get context around. Jan hasn't been around for as long as Cowboy. Well, Yoel Romero's 40? He's in his 40s. Cormier was 40. Brock Lesnar, who potentially wants another fight, is in his forties. Mark Hunt was in his forties. Well, nobody. Um, he <clears throat> he didn't. Re- he has. He's a free agent because he hasn't renegotiated with the WWF. So there's more old bucks or bulls than you think. In the heavyweight division, power is the sort of last thing to go. Mm. So it's like you can still knock people out and still do it. Mm. Whereas when you're in the smaller divisions, you need speed, baby. You need speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. That's all and good, but Israel Adesanya, wow! Now the new alpha male in the in oh, certainly yeah. in the MMA world, the number one alpha in, in MMA. Like it was, I mean, like you always every like he was definitely favorite, and you're always like you know you expected him probably to win. But I'm also like UFC so crazy that I will watch it the what fights I care about, mm. 
and I'm like in knots. I'm like anxious as fuck, and I'm like, I want it easy to win, but I'm like, oh my god, anything could happen. Costa could just land some huge punch, and, and Costa out. was all throbber going into this fight. Well, Hadn't lost, undefeated. thick as a fucking brick. Yeah, like and a good fighter. He's actually a good fighter. He just is. Yeah. made him look bushly. Yeah, he made him. He, yeah, he made him look. He fucking made him look. Bushly. He made him look like Ricky Martin. Yes, he did. He made. You know him what I mean? He looked like Ricky Martin in there. You're like, holy shit, is Ricky Martin? Is Ricky Martin? Has he subbed out for Ricky? Is that Ricky in there? Is this what's going on? Is he living La Vida Loca in there? <laughs> but um. Head kick, splits his eye open. He was chewing up his legs. And Costa just didn't do shit. Like, he's meant to be the come forward, charge forward punch. And obviously... We just kept him a distance, man. Yeah, but, like, he didn't even... Apparently, he landed, like, one punch and threw, like, almost none in the two rounds that they fought. Or just wigging. rounds. Just, like, didn't know what to do. And so he just chewed up his leg with kicks and then kicked him in the fucking head, split his eye open. And then just KO'd him. And then rode him. And yeah, 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 him. yeah, yeah, yeah. He humped him on the way up. It was like an absolute, like... Mate, that was... Costa was talking mad shit, and then, like... Mad to get, shit. To get knocked it out. Brought the, get... brought the, like, the white belt to the fucking... Lame stuff. The lame, really lame. lame. Yeah, but, like, what do you expect? You know what Oh, I mean? well, that's it. He, dude, he's managed by the same guy, or trained by the same guy who who does uh, Henry Cejudo, who's, like, the king of... Really, Korea. really, really lame stuff. But I hate to tell you, Costa, I hate to tell you... You getting humped from behind as you're bent over on all fours by one of the great alphas in yeah, the sport. As the referee stopped, like saved your yeah, life, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting, getting, getting a little pump is it's pretty fucking. That's being put on the bitch big, in, in a big, big, big way. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Hard to recover from it's that. It's real hard to come back. He'll from be that. thinking about that non-stop. You wouldn't want to be watching the replay. Of that I got fun. absolutely pumped, and then he pumped me. He gave me a big. He gave me a big he thrust. Me. He rode me. He good. thrust me. Yeah. And then got off me because the ref stopped it. Otherwise, I was probably Otherwise, dead. Otherwise, I was probably dead. And then he's just dancing around the fucking... Adesanya's sick, man. He's sick, dude. He's so good. He's sick. I'm a big fan. Huge fan. So cocky, the way I like my fighters, if they could back it up. Now, we've got... I don't. There are some people who are probably legitimate MMA fans or, like, big MMA fans, and there are some who probably just tune in for, like, Conor McGregor fights, Khabib fights, Adesanya fights. Most people cool. would. I'd say you're probably right. But there is a guy coming through who the UFC world know about now, but uh, his name is Hamzat Shimaev. Is that the next Khabib? That they're well, calling they, the next they Khabib? They call him that, but he's not. He's because he's he is a Russian expat who now lives in moved to Sweden when he was seventeen or something, and he's called the Wolf. Is he a wrestler? He's everything. Dude, so he, he... But what's his, like, bread and butter? Bro. Everything. He, his last fight, he KO'd the guy in seven seconds. Yeah. 17 seconds. Dropped him. Um, but he's been... So he's had three fights since he's been in the UFC, which has been in the last few months. He's just had them. And he has fought at welterweight, then middleweight, and then welterweight, or the other way around. Like, yeah. two of them have been in one. And in this, the camp that he comes out of in Sweden, which has, like, Gustafsson and shit, they're like, this is the best fighter we've ever seen. This guy's a freak. Like, he's a freak. And then gets the UFC, and he's just eating people. But he's, like, eating low-ranked fighters. You've got to start somewhere. No, of course. But that's, like, everyone's going, is it hype? Is it hype? And he's just killing people. And then he's coming up against this guy that he fought, I think, a week or so ago. We didn't talk about it. And, you know, the guy's, like... You know, when there's a fighter with hype, the person who they're fighting is always like, well, I want to be the guy to you know, stop the hype train. Mm. But the disrespect to this guy that he fought, Gerald Meshard or something, they booked his next fight 
So they booked him against Damian Meyer, but he still had to fight this Gerald guy. And Gerald's like, I feel disrespected. Like, fucking, I'm going to beat him. Da, da, da. And then this guy comes in and knocks him out in 17 seconds. It's like, no, you're not, bro. The train rolls on. Hans Atchemaev. The train rolls on, baby. And so he's going on to fight uh, Damian Meyer. But he fights middleweight. He fights welterweight. All I'm saying is... Where, now, where, where's his next fight at? Uh, I think it's at welterweight. I think he's actually more of a welterweight. He's more of a welterweight. But, like, fuck, bro. If he can do it, you can do it. And... Um, I just he's already calling out Adesanya and it's like the idea of just just when you think something's wigging or something's slowing down and it's like some fucking nah, nah, animal nah, comes nah, through. Nah, nah. There's animals coming through, baby. Don't worry Another about Another animal pops up. Love like, that. Yes, dude. Well, Khabib's booked in to fight uh, Justin Gagey. Gagey. I know. Me and 24th Streety. of October. NRL Grand Final into Khabib versus Gagey. Oh, yeah? Or Khabib versus Gagey into the NRL Grand Final. Sick. Me and Streety in Byron ready to rip and tear. Are you in Byron? Gonna be one of the great. What days. dates are you in Byron? Twenty fourth till the first of November. Love that. Feel free to come up. Guess who else is already up there? Cut this out. Oh well, I'm telling her tomorrow. I'm up there. You're up there. Mm. Mm. That's uh, fortuitous. <laughs> what, where where a... was my invite? Uh, <laughs> um... We'll be able to do the podcast right. That's good, bro. Really, you're gonna be up there mm-hmm. for? Uh, what's our tenure tomorrow? And I like, and there was nothing available until the end of the month. So I was like, "That's what I'm. That's my present to her." So, what date are you getting up there? Twenty. Well, I we're definitely booked in the 29th and the thirtieth. Bro, October. get up there. Twenty. The thing Saturday. Can you check dates, Dior? Mm. I think. I think twenty fifth. I'm, I'm pretty is the sure. Sunday. I'm pretty sure it's the twenty fifth. Pretty sure. October the twenty fifth is the Sunday. Yeah. Sweet. Well, she can hang out with the girls that first night. You mean, but even if I'm not up there, we're all up there together. Unless I go up for the week. Well, yeah, you you do go up there for the week. Mm. That is what you do. Mm. That's the play. Yeah, there's a lot to think about. Yeah, there is. Um, (laughs) But certainly, man. Where are you staying? I don't know. We're staying in a house though. Me, Street, and Koo, and Steffi, Evie. Yeah, of course, of course. And then at some point, they go to a wedding, and then we're just living. And I think Hickey and fucking Geordie gonna be up there as well. Love it. What what great timing. What phenomenal timing. <laughs> Love that. Is that fight sports? Mm. A little bit. Conor McGregor leaked some text messages from him and I Dana saw that. White. Yeah, I saw that. Is Conor, are we, is Conor done now? I think so. There was yarns of him fighting Manny Pacquiao, which again, I, I just don't care, care about. I don't care about it. Who the fuck would watch that? It seems like he just wants money now, but then he's also, he wanted to, in the text to Dana, he was talking about fighting Diego Sanchez, who is getting pumped by nobodies. And he's like saying, you know, Connor was decided he was talking about his season and he was asking for fucking Diego Sanchez. Like he also asked for Gagey and shit, but like Diego Sanchez, bro, what are we talking about? Yeah, that season, like obviously COVID related. COVID fucked the season, but you're like, dude, don't throw Diego Sanchez at me. I would have been... Imagine if he went cowboy into Diego Sanchez. Well, d- mate, Dana, been like, Dana said as much in the text. Dana goes, we'd lose our promoter's license if I put you against Diego fucking Sanchez, bro. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But dog move leaking DMs from, you know what I mean? Dog, like, dog, real dog. But then he said the other day in like tweets and shit, he's like, oh yeah, you're fucking... I well, Dana was saying I didn't want shit. fights. Yeah, I know, I know. It's all fucking sorted. It's funny, they always talk like how Dana and Connor are like, Dana's like, I love him, man. He's a good kid. We're friends. And it's like... You guys seem to fucking beef all the time. I th- mate, you know what? It's just like two fucking big-headed cunts like that mm. are bound to clash. Do you know what I mean? Yep. When things are good 
and the whiskey's flowing and the money's coming in, yeah, of course they're friends, bro. Of course they are. Yeah. But if something goes awry, then they're, they're going to be. They turn on each and other. And they fucking turn on each other, what, fucking 10 times now, mm, probably? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't think there is anything else in fight sports after that, Eddie. No, I don't think so. Is it time to dribble? Yeah, I think so. Fuck, strap in. Oh, or Vin Diesel? Oh, yeah. We got to do Vin Diesel. Did you see somewhere that is releasing a whole album? Or was it just the one song? Well, I think he's planning to make it... I think this is sort of like a teaser. Uh, okay, yeah. He's launching some sort of fucking like music career, which is mortifying. Yeah. Have we got info just on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Yeah, I just can't find anywhere where he's announced a whole album. But got And can else. we see whether... Um... Can we see whether there's like anything on Spotify? Like whether he's got like a fucking, if he's got like a page to follow? Yeah, yeah, oh, he yeah. Does? He's got a Spotify. Yeah, I've got the YouTube. He's, they've released a lyric video for the video, so that's what I'll play. Dope. Edward? Yo. You ready to rock here, bro? I'm ready to rock. We've got Vin Diesel. Yeah, uh, so this is a new song of Vin Diesel? Yeah, that's right. Called Kygo Feel Like. Uh, no, no, no. So called Feel Like I Do, released with. Kygo, who's a DJ producer, who's actually, like, is decent. Is he a good DJ producer? I mean, like... I'm not around that much electronic music, but he is pretty successful. He's got a name. It's not... Yeah, he's and he's also, he's not, like, he's not, like, shit. bullshit commercial pop either. It's actually, like, it's all right. Oh, okay. So yeah. This is a weird fucking duo. Yeah. Do you know Kygo? Yeah, but, like, I, not, certainly not in Vin Diesel circles, Tom. Yeah, you know right, but I mean? Vin's probably, look, maybe Vin's got good taste. Let's see if Kygo can roll shit and glitter. We got the lyrics up on the screen here. Dude. His voice has so much uh, effect on it. Like, auto-tune or whatever. Mate, they have fucked with his voice. But they've had to work so hard so it's not just bass. Just like... No, they've done so much to try and make this voice not sound completely ridiculous. Raspy and fuck. Like that original song we heard him sing. But he almost sounds like... And this has got nothing on... I don't know if I've got to cut this bit out, but like... You know, like the way someone who is hearing impaired sort of sings? Or like speaks? Someone who's deaf? Yes. I said here... I don't want to sound like I'm making fun of him, but it sounds like he can't speak properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I couldn't agree more. Now, like, he's never heard what an actual voice sounds like. Like, what the words sound like. That's what I mean. Based on, like, interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's interpretive speech. Yes. This is one of the weirdest things. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, we don't... Even in 2020. So, he he debuted the song on the Kelly Clarkson show. One of the great shows. If you Kelly Clarkson? The Kelly Clarkson show. If you want to see another of a, good... Of American Idol fame. Of American yeah, Idol yeah, fame. Right. She was the first ever Idol winner, I think, Eddie. I think so. Her or Carrie Underwood or whatever her name was. But anyway, there's a great... There's another good video here of all the virtual audience on that show dancing to it. Oh, trying good. to dance to it. Good. 
me find this. Oh my Ready for this. Oh my oh. god. Oh. Holy shit. Look at that photo of him. He's such a freak. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> All like middle aged white women. Wow. Oh. Look at the guy Look at in the there. Guy just in the back. No. This, this is so weird, dude. This is 2020. This is this is 2020. If you saw this on a Sunday, I reckon I'd start. If like, you saw crying. this 10 years ago, I reckon you'd pass out. Yeah, look at that guy. <laughs> it's like a black oh mirror. Red God. shirt. Where's Vin? Is he not there to fucking dance with them all? Wow. That was fucking outrageous. Make sure you put that video into the video if you make this a video. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> The Kelly, what's, what's Kelly Clarkson show audience members. Or, oh, okay, cool. They acknowledge it's fucking weird as well. Um, people, some people actually like it, which is weird. Yeah, but I mean, like the world is big enough for other freaks to be getting around yeah. in, you know, sycophants. But also, like, I mean, it, look, there is an element where it's like we shouldn't be shitting on someone for having a crack, but. It's like you're not having a crack from just like a standing start. No, but you're I'm not like, talking about some guy who's nothing. You're trying to transition into music and it's just not what you should be doing and you don't have anyone around you to tell you this isn't the way to you're go. You're one of the almost highest paid actors on the planet. Yeah, you're doing all right. We're punching up here, mate. We just need to be able to tell you to, like, you know, whoever you're hanging around with, probably The Rock. Actually, I think they hate each other. <laughs> but, like, someone needs to tell you that this isn't the way to do it. <coughs> Vin Diesel wouldn't like The Rock that when The Rock came in and, and did a couple of Yeah, but he Fast owns the franchise. That's why he's like, fucking who cares if The Rock comes in and does Fast and But then, yeah, but I, maybe he just wants to be the star, man. Do you know what the, the thing is with The Rock and Vin Diesel, and this is a Dior, but I'm pretty sure this is true, that in their contracts, when they would fight each other in the movies, that there was like a rule that they could, they had to beat each other the same amount of times. You've got to be kidding. Yeah, okay, so um, contractually... Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Vin Diesel, and Jason Statham are all contractually obligated to not lose any fights. Any at all? Any. Um, <laughs> that, that's what it says in the article here. I don't know what would happen if they had to fight each other. I think that's the same. But I think when they fight each other, maybe well, it just doesn't end. Or like, you know, it finishes. Yeah, no one, lo- no like one loses. Sta- yeah, it's a stalemate. Everyone's just like, whoa, you're too tough for me. I'm yeah. going to walk away. <laughs> no, you're too tough for I'm me. I'm disappointed to hear Statham's like that. But I get, like, you don't want to be, like put on the bitch if your career is being a toughie but like yeah yeah look yeah i i thought jason was a bit i thought jason was that. above it jason you don't need to worry dude like you've got jason mate you're like go home to rosie every night rosie right? and whitely like it's all not, good you're not vin and the rock like late night hover technology and vin fucking dancing like it just dancing in front of the camera <laughs> singing i don't know like vin's a vin's a big day as well but for a different reason vin's like deluded but The Rock is far too confident here. You know, like it's a different level of delusion. It's weird. The Rock's lying. I don't know if Vin lies. Vin's just very. Vin's like a sensitive, open soul. Yeah, Vin's a, Vin's an open soul. Vin just doesn't Get have there. the right amount of people around him to be like, "What you're doing, Vin, is fucking pretty strange to most people." <laughs> and you can't sing. And you can't sing, mate. You're an awful singer. It goes into more detail here. So, according to producers and crew, this was published by the Wall Street Journal. So Statham negotiated an agreement with the studio that limits how badly he can be beaten up on screen. <laughs> Vin Diesel uh, got his younger sister, who's a producer on the films, to police the number of punches he takes. Oh, and my The God. Rock Johnson uh, enlists producers, editors, and fight coordinators to help make sure he always gives as good as he gets. 
So Vin Diesel's sister has been like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I've got the fucking counter out here, yeah, baby. Yeah. That was like one too many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard another story about Vin uh, that apparently when he has parties in Hollywood that he'll routinely stop the music and get on the mic. And what? Sing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop the whole party. I like, thought you meant make speeches. No, dude. Like I've got a, I've got a fucking track I want to sing for you. <laughs> Original work. I don't know that far. This is just obviously rumors, whispers, and innuendo. And yeah, like, the, all the stuff we love. All the stuff we love. But apparently, Vin likes to stop an entire party so that he can sing for everyone unrequested. <laughs> like Vin- I get it if you're at fucking like Bon Jovi's house and he's like, "Hey, everyone, I'm going to sing," and everyone be like, "Cool, you're a rock legend." Jesus Vin, it's Christ. like, you're not known for this, though, dude. What's going on? Vin Diesel, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to Vin Diesel. Shout out to Wayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, we really should dribble, though. Mm. Hi, Tom. Hey, Eddie. Punners and dribblers. It's uh, 20 here. Tom, I was part of the 2007 alumni in Scots with you. Yeah. I was driving down the M5 the other day. It's watching all these in-box trucks walk past. And they drive past, sorry. It made me think... Who do you love just... Who do you fucking love watching truck nut up the middle? I want to shout out to Blake Laurie from the Dragons. I know we're shit. He doesn't get the most PPMs. Uh, doesn't get the most minutes. But I fucking love watching that cunt truck nut through the middle. Reminds me of the old Nathan Long, Martin Lang stages. So, anyway, who do you reckon? Thanks, boys. See you soon. Swanee. Good man, Swanee. We, we got another one. We got another one? Yeah. Truck nuts. Hey, right, Tom, Eddie, Punners, and Dribblers. Uh, just Swanny here again. Uh, just about to move from Cronulla to Double Bay, and I've just hired a storage um, a storage shed in Padstow. After watching the Roger Rogerson doco the other night, it made me realise, had a look at the uh, photos from the old evidence bank on the internet, <laughs> my storage shed is fucking directly opposite the one that Roger Rogerson popped that little drug dealer. Anyway, see you soon. See you, boys. <laughs> dark follow-up from Swanee. <laughs> really dark. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Chuck and Nut. <laughs> Holy shit and PCMs. Yeah. Now we're talking about Roger Rogerson killing shooting that dealers. bloke in the fucking Padstow lock-up. Good um, Lord. Well, <laughs> look, good to know Roger's locked up, Swanee. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. shout out to Swanee. He's a good fella. Um, I haven't seen him for a minute, but he's a good dude. Uh, do love the question around Nut Truckers because Nut Truckers... Every rugby league team worth its salt needs a nut, tr- a nut trucker who probably doesn't get many PCMs, doesn't have an offload in their game, is basically one-dimensional, give me the ball, and I will truck the nut from point A to point yeah, B. Yeah. Maybe just attract a couple of defenders. Yeah, yeah. Look, PCM's not high. They're not high. Not a high PCM thing. They're probably coming off the bench. Mm. And My role is to truck nut. And, they'll, and this is no disrespect to these nut truckers, but they'll probably be forgotten quickly once they retire. That's right. No offense to them. Well, mate, most people don't even realize they're on the field. Exactly. No offense to them. No offense to them. Aiden, but- Aiden Tolman. Just retired. Shout out to your great career, but you're a nut trucker. There was an article today that I think it was a quote from him that said he didn't want to retire, but no clubs are taking him. Oh. 
Because look, it, it, look That's no offense, heartbreaking. No yeah. offense, Aiden, but like you know, your nut trucking days are over. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, listen, it's a low bar for a nut trucker, but <laughs> if you're not even reaching that bar, then unfortunately you'll find yourself. But there's, into but there's still KPIs for nut truckers. Nut truckers, <laughs> nut truckers are still going around as well in the lower grades long after they've the bright lights of the NRL have, have dimmed for them. You know what I mean? Like, like Tolman sounds like he'll still truck nut. Well, I mean, he just loves to truck nut, Tom. You know no what I mean? What. They can't turn it off. No. They they'll, can't turn it off. They'll never play a representative game. I think Tolman may have played City Country. I'm pretty sure he didn't play Origin. But you'll never truck nut in a representative game because nut trucking, not done on the representative stage. It's no, no, PCMs. No. It's, it's PCMs of the metric. Work, it's PCMs of the metric. Yeah, it's dancing at the line. It's, it's, it's second, second chance nut. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Plum. <laughs> He could hit you, and nut truckers can defend well, but Nigel Plum, trucker of nut. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're so forgettable, I'm struggling to even remember. So am I. A good nut trucker for Manly, and full respect to him, I loved him, but Mark Bryant, Mm -hmm. nut trucker, Mm -hmm. never played a rep game in his life, I don't believe. Well, again, it probably was. It might have been city maybe country. like city country, but that's a nut trucker to me. <laughs> well, that's where great nut truckers like that's, that's the, the pinnacle. Heights. That's the, the pinnacle for, for a nut, nut trucker. trucker. It's city country, city which country. has been taken away from them. So, so now they've got nothing. So now it's NRL. Yeah, I'd almost bring back city country just, just for, for the, the nut, nut trucker. trucker because what else have they got? Nothing. Nothing else. They've got nothing else, and that's no disrespect because you've but made the NRL. But that's how you'd sell it as well, you know. You've come, made the NRL. You've come down to Apex Oval in Dubbo and watch and watch, watch Nut Trucking. Get to work. Bring no, back City no Country for that reason. No post contact meters mate. anywhere. No, 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 no. No one breaks the line. <laughs> no one, no one bends the line. Rather, no one bends the line. I mean, can we? I'm just trying to think about in the NRL currently, without any disrespect to to some Nut Truckers going around. Blake Laurie's a brilliant one from Swanee. There, Blake Laurie is a Nut Trucker. <laughs> Uh, like a Jason Bakuya. Was he a nut trucker back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Again. Lance Thompson. No disrespect to Lance. Did he, the late Lance Thompson, did he ever play any representative footy or was. Dior? Was I, I wouldn't know off the top of my head. Country, with Lance. The, pe- the pinnacle for I wouldn't him. know the top of my head. Well, don't worry. Don't go looking for it. Um, but great question. I'm sending yeah. you nut oh, yep. truckers. City. Five games for City. There Five you go. Consistent. That's a decorated yeah, nut trucking career. <laughs> Send in your nut truckers. Yeah. Send them in. Great nut truckers in rugby league. And 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 look, don't send them in if they haven't played City Country. <laughs> no, if they've played anything above, above City, City Country, country don't send them in. in. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, unless they've played City Country. Like, you know, a great nut truckers should have played City Country. Yeah, but, you know, but now without City Country, we're ruling out everyone that currently plays That's true, plays and NRL. it's been gone for a it's while. It's been gone for a minute. So we need to just have City Country's the highest level of representative football That's they've right. played, oh. unless it's like one fluke origin. I don't know if you boys remember, Ryan Hinchcliffe. Ryan yeah. Hinchcliffe. Storm. Nut yeah. trucker. Nut trucker. Yeah. Through and There's through. been a couple of good nut truckers that come out of Melbourne. He reminds me, and I think this is this may be the case for a lot of nut truckers, will often find a post-NRL career in running the water or being the trainer for teams. Nut truckers will run water. Because they can truck water. Yeah, they'll become water truckers. <laughs> water truckers. They'll just truck water, mate. Yeah. Uh, John Scandalis. Now, he may have played for Australia once. Can we just check? 
yeah. on Scando's career. I know he played for the Premiership winning 2005 Tigers. He may have higher honours, but I'm just trying to think again. It's no, tough. Four games for City. Love That's it. it. There, See, you there you go. Scando. Well done, brother. Well done, mate. <laughs> well done. Fucking terrific. Great question, Scotty. Yeah, great question. Ashton Sims. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of Sims fame. Of Sims fame. Of <laughs> eldest Sims fame. <laughs> Oh, and again, like all good nut truckers, they usually go to the Super League. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nut truckers love a post. You know what I mean? They love it That's over where there. Tolman could go. <laughs> it should. Fafita's David Fafita. And sometimes they get PCMs over there. They don't know what to do with themselves. Oh, yeah, no. A nut trucker in the Super League is a PCM king. Yeah, they go, what the fuck? They go, holy shit, I'm on the other side of the defensive line here. Oh, my God. I'm over the ad line. And when I said David Fafita, I meant... Uh, Andrew's twin brother. Yeah, yeah, we know exactly what you mean. Just for the... uh... Ashton Sims is a weird one. He played 12 games of ref footy. Do you know who he played for? Fiji. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure... Didn't his brother play for Samoa? No, no, no. They're they're all Fiji. I think their mum's Fijian. Um, But... Corbin what? is Queenslander. Yeah, there was there was a time where they were in opposite origin camps. Yeah, because Corbin... So Corbin's Queenslander. Corbin's a bit of a nut trucker. Mm. Corbin's with a name like Corbin. Well, Corbin, yeah. Corbin can't, help currently, can't help but truck. Can't help but truck. Definitely, def- like in the nut trucking uh, sort of bracket. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Great question, Swanee. Huge. The nut trucker is born today <laughs> in terms of the focus that it will be placed on. That we'll place on it from here. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's it hasn't probably got it the Jews. It, it hasn't got. We haven't. The nut trucker has not got the love. It does, he, they deserve. Yeah, on that's this right. Podcast. That's right. Uh, but not not anymore. Not anymore. Those are the uh, those days are gone. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. nut trucker. Yeah, we yeah. will shine lights on the nut trucker where no one else will. Mm, mm. So send in your nut truckers. Every team's got a good nut trucker, at least one. Send them in. Send them in. Well, by definition, they have to, right? Vic Morrow. <laughs> Vic Morrow. Georgie Rose. Oh, George. Now Rose. George Rose. George no. Rose. Though, George had something. George. No, had a no, bit. no. I don't mean that's fair to George. George had a bit. George could bend the line. Yeah, George had a bit about him. You don't listen. Just because you haven't played representative footy doesn't mean you're a nut trucker. George had a bit about him. He's not a nut trucker. He was better than that. No offense to nut truckers. <laughs> Jason Riles. Nah, he played for Australia and New South Wales. Oh, he did. Oh, there you go. He was a weapon, actually, Dave. That's showing your age. Well, there. I only remember him when he was late in his career. Yeah, yeah, that was. And by listen, then, probably he, he was, was probably was a nut trucker. Yeah. You can become one late. Yeah, in fuck career, it off, you can. Yeah, mate. definitely. You kidding? Tim Manor he did play for New South Wales, but that was. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know we're breaking our own rules here. But they Tim were Manor going deep nut- there. New Tim Manor was it. Well, he became a nut trucker then. He became He one. became one. He became one. Definitely became one. And he became reliable. He could truck nut on his eyebrows. Yeah, dude. No, there's a, those eyebrows truck nut <laughs> separate to Tim almost. Yeah. 100%. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's move on. This next one's going to be a nut. We'll be here all night. You might want to hear it. We will. <coughs> G'day, low status dribbler. It's Prince Dribbler here, PD, as they know. Mate, just replying into that rhetoric of last weekend, which, you know, there's definitely no division, no harm, no malice, no foul play. You know, I love fucking hearing various of people's opinions and, you know, different sides of the story. There's a dope TV show, That Social Dilemma episode that just came out recently, which shows, like, a huge problem is people dividing, which, you know, fuck that. Let's all just have fun, have a good time, but... In terms of responding, in terms of the music, you guys are pretty spot on. Like, I know a lot of people listening to P's and D's to this 
you know, this dribble would say 2001 with Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Cube is one of the best rap albums of all time. Probably followed up by Illmatic by Nas for those like true OGs who like understand and appreciate stories and the ability to like create a journey in your mind. You know, all that recent hip hop crap just doesn't count. And then I go to like, you know, Sticky Fingers, Sons of the East to a really good Ocean Alley. Like all of their tunes are flip, you know, Australian represent. But, you know, my true favorite genre. Is like seventies disco where you can munch cheese, have a good time, like boogie, and just you know thumbs up, buddy smugglers chilling, like Europe, wherever it is you are in the world. Like seventies disco is the number one for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if low status. You want to come back with your favorite genres and songs and stuff, but love all your PDs and have a good time, y'all. Oh, the Prince. Prince Shibler's fast <laughs> becoming he's a fan. one of my favourites. Oh, I'm a big fan of Prince Shibler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. That, that was, was hilarious. That was great. Look, he's just trying to mend the divide, he you is. know. Yeah, and to his point, he, he wasn't trying to create he one. He wasn't trying to create one. He was just talking about the, you know, he he, he probably got... Uh, he got carried away with that socioeconomic, with socioeconomic <laughs> status of eggs, which... <laughs> True to form, Prince Dribble, that's probably the, the, the area that you continue to play because it's fantastic. But I think... What, well, he, got the, he, got, he got tongues wagging. He got tongues wagging. Everyone's talking eggs, dude. <laughs> Everyone's, Everyone's talking, talking, talking eggs, eggs on right. the P's and D's. It's party. all I say, mate. It's eggs. Dave, did you see the video he put up? Is that you? No, that wasn't me. Oh, no, see, that's I what I was trying that. to work out. No, I was like, I think did a few you people do that? think it was me. No way. Like, I, Bro, I'm not that, that was a dope way to make eggs. Like, that yeah, was but, good, yeah. But the bloke doing it seemed... He's fucking experience. Yeah. yeah, but he also like And he had a great pan. Well it was a walk. Yeah, I think I said something that's very That was, that was so just to explain P's and D's, if you don't follow D or Dave, you should. Uh on Instagram, D or dot Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh but what it was is he cracked the egg into one of those spoons that has holes in it, so then all the yolk fall sorry, all of the white falls into the wok. And he spreads the yolk around a little bit, gets it a little bit fried, and then he puts the yolk on top of it. So the yolk hasn't gone in So the yet. yolk hasn't gone into the pan yet, or into the wok, and then eventually it does, and he folds the yolk up in the bloody... The white bit. The white, the white, mm. the egg white. The egg white. And then, like, fries this little packet of egg yolk. Yeah, yeah, it's a packet of egg yolk. It's a Which fucking... Which you imagine sort of gooey in the inside. And oh, yeah, and just crispy on the crispy outside. Crispy on the outside. It looked fucking mad. I've never seen it done before. Never seen it. Don't even know what you'd call it. Packet of egg. Egg packet. Yeah. Um, shout out to Nick Patchett, who replied to the Instagram, said he was keen to try it. Actually did try it this morning. Sent me through a video, which I've told him to put up on the P's and D's page. Mm-hmm. Um, look, he did not have the aesthetics there. It he was, fucked it? He fucked it a bit, but it still looked like it was a good tasting egg. He said it tasted great. The yolk was creamy. And you can still see it's like... It's he still very was able to get to... the fold going Yeah, and he shit. got the fold. Can we see and it so... or is it done? No, it was... No, this, the only one that saved was one that he... F- oh, no, he's trying to fold it over. <laughs> See, so I think he, that's the... That's, his problem's there is the pan. <laughs> he's yeah, the he's pan. using shit equipment. The pan he's, was too sticky. 
Um, yeah, that was the only one that saved the other one. Okay, like, no, that's all right. But I see. But then even he world. showed on the pan after, which you can tell was the mistake. Maybe like, you need to, to do it, Dior. Can you do a cooking show this week? I'll, I'll do my best. Cooking with Dior. Cooking, cooking with, Dior. with Dior. And yeah. it's just you trying to recreate that egg yeah. for the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. I'll give it a go. Because fuck, that guy looked like that was a nightmare performance from him. What we just saw. Yeah. yeah. So I think like, we need. I only saw one second of it, and it wasn't. No, no, scratch. that looked like a nightmare. That just looked like someone and fucked up fried right eggs. You still live with your parents, so I'm guessing that there's there'd, there'd be a good pan floating around. Or a yeah, walk. decent. I don't think we have a walk. I don't think whatever. We're, we're you that, don't need that. No, like yeah, you need a good pan though. What yeah. you do need as well is probably like two hands. So if you can get a stand or something to rest the phone yeah, on, or get film, someone to yeah. film you, or someone to film you. Yeah. Do you think like do you think you need a lot of butter or a lot of oil, or how do you get the non-stick? Going? I think well, you need a non-stick pan. Yeah, you need a, that's well, what I'm saying. You yeah. need a non-stick pan. Yeah. Got to ask my mum which one that is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's not going to cut it. No, it's not. It's not going to no. cut it. I think maybe oil might spray of oil. I but again, I still think you want to go non-stick. Just oh, yeah. film the whole fucking thing, Dior, and see how you go. Yeah, cooking with Dior. There we go. If you got time, something my friends do every weekend: get cooked with Dior. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Cooked with Dior. Yeah, cooked that's with the Dior. name. I love it. it. <laughs> uh, good, good dribble. Good hey, dribble. Hey. PD, welcome back. I think he was talking about his music because we basically said he was talking about, you know, the low socioeconomic, but he probably his favorite music is from rappers who grew up poor. Yeah. And so then that was. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of what the fuck he was on about. Anyway, I loved it. He's, I, loved um, it. I tell you, I'll give you the hot tip. He's a lot more active than KD. Well, man, I mean, I'm not going to say it, but PD, you know. He's moving up. Well, like, I don't know what, yeah, how it works. How long is he going to be the of- prince for? That's what I'm What's saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, let's move on because we have lots of these. G'day, Tom. Eddie. G.L. Dave. Bunters and the dribblers. It's the kick and two dribbler dribbling in. Uh, boys, I'm a bit rocked this week. Uh, Mum and Dad have decided to sell the family home. Uh, pretty devastated, to be honest. So I've uh, been asked to clean up my childhood bedroom, uh, which I'm doing this week. And I've, uh, look, I found some historical artifacts I thought you boys uh, might be interested in. Uh, this week I found a couple of Discmans, a Game Boy Color, a couple of Pokemon nice, cards, nice, um, and nice. an iPod Classic, which I think I want to just Shit. throw a little shout out. iPod Classic, probably the GOAT iPod of all time. Definitely. Uh, That's the first 30 iPod. hours battery runtime, 80 gigabytes of storage. Uh, I think we can all agree it's pretty much the, the Dave Clemmer of iPads. Uh, iPod, sorry. Just uh, fucking goes and goes. Uh, boys, I've found um, under the bed uh, 10 copies of Zoo Magazine, uh, a couple of Ralphs, FHM. Uh, back in the day, obviously, didn't mind a little trip down the servo by a Maxi Bond and a Lads Mag. Uh, boys, I wanted to know, uh, when you were growing up, what was your favourite Lads Mag? Um, maybe some of the dribblettes might dribble in. Uh, maybe it might have been a Mary Claire or a Dolly for them. But, uh, yeah, boys, just want to know what's your favourite Lads Mag. Obviously, now defunct, RIP Ralph. And uh, lastly, boys, I've got something I think you'd be very interested in. Um, I mentioned the other day on the podcast, the old Dragon Ball Z Tarzos. Uh, boys, I've actually got the full collection here. All 40 of the original Dragon Ball Z Tarzos, uh, including Vegeta. And oh, boys, I have Vegeta it's pretty too. valuable, so I've um, chucked it up on eBay. And um, look, I'm not getting much more than 60 bucks for it. So I thought, look, I'd offer it up to you boys. Um, pretty keen to get an update on the Hello Sport merch, you know, your hats or your t shirts. I don't know what the update is, but um, <laughs> if you've got something coming and you're interested, I uh, wouldn't mind a bit of a trade. Uh, so I've got yeah, all 40 Dragon Ball Z, the original Tarzos, uh, would trade it for a shirt or a hat. Um, and if not, maybe some of the P's and D's out there, I'll chuck them on the P's and D's page and maybe they'll, uh, someone will have a, 
a good trade. Bit of a bit of a fan of the local Gumtree buy and sell myself. Anyway, boys, that's all from me. Uh, see you soon. I'm going to have to say no to the Tarzers because I'm pretty sure I've got the full collection back home in Dubbo. Pretty sure. So, so that's it's a no for me. It's a, and 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 I never collected them and don't really care or know who Vegeta is. So it's a no from me. So that's stick to eBay, dude. If you're getting sixty bucks for them, mate, sixty bucks pretty good. That's not bad considering it's a worthless pile of shit that you're trying to like. You're prepared to part with, but you know what? Like, I think there's more value in the nostalgia than the sixty bucks. I'd be holding on to it. I think you hold on to it. I think you hold on to it. Hold on to them. You never maybe know when, when you're maybe when you're a hundred, they'll be worth some. They money. could be worth something. <laughs> I think you need a little bit of hold time on to pass. To yeah. I'd be holding on to them for sure. Now, is there merch? No. Well, lads, mags, Ralph, FHM, RIP. Huh? Hustler. <laughs> that, was, that was full blind porn. Like that was like <laughs> You didn't just get hustlers, you know? Like I was like Well you hide them under your bed, don't you? and titties and everything out, like, yeah, I get that, but like that's not You can't just go as a fucking fourteen year old go and buy a fucking hustler from the news agent. I thought he was talking about shit you kept under your bed. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but even then, you probably still kept Rouse and FHMs and shit. Zoo, man. They're all was gone just... now, aren't they? No, well, yeah, print, mate. Print's fucked. Print's fucked. Print's fucked. Are there any hang on? Do they still sell them at server? No, no, they're all gone. They're all gone, yeah. But definitely Ralph, FHM, uh, Playboy. Would my go-to. Again, Playboy's <laughs> not... <laughs> there was no bare tits in any of these things, right? It was... And, like, you know... Box Mate, shots. remember you did, that's the sort of shit you yeah, could get. Uh, well, yeah, but you couldn't get it. Get it? Like you had, you'd either have to steal it if you were a kid trying to get those, or you'd get given it by like an older cousin or some yeah. shit, right? Like, or you'd stumble across your mate's dad's porn stash. Remember doing that? Before. And you're like, Jesus Christ! I remember stumbling across my mate's old, or like whether my I don't know if it was my mate, my mate's old man knew about it. Sorry, if my mate knew about his old man's porn stash. I think I had a couple of friends. And it was a weird thing as a kid, and you're like, oh, dude, I found this like old man's fucking nudie. It's before you really understood what like, the value the of that was. Yeah, dude, you had to have that shit. <laughs> you had to have that you kicking have, around. You need to have porn tapes and fucking hustler mags for your kids to steal. Mm. Mount Slutton Dribbler here. Quick question for all of you punters and dribblers. Dill Dave, Tom, and Eddie included. Question for the day is, who has had the best step slash goosey in all of rugby league? Answers to come. Be soon. Best step. Benji. Freddie Fittler's is pretty nasty. Freddie's is pretty nasty, wasn't it? But in terms of like the step that changed the game a little bit, Benji. like it's got to be Benji, isn't it? Like Freddie's was sick, but the Benji Marshall step, I think, is more of a thing. Mm. Mm. It's just this. Freddy's was just so like out of the fucking. Freddy's was very Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, like it was. But it was so effective. Benji's was like this Maori like flair. Like, it was you know, flair. The, it was full of flair. Play with that, like the, those sort of plays. Play with a lot and, of flair. And Freddy didn't have a goosey. Freddy didn't have a goosey. Freddy's was just like quickness. Mm. Mm. Benji seemed to be a little bit, and Pong has got a bit more of that as well. But Benji probably. Well, to be honest, if, if it's rugby league, it's Benji. If it's all time, it might even be fucking the best goose steps, Serevi from the Fiji Sevens. Mm. Do your own research there, but Serevi is like <clears> a <throat> god in Fiji. And obviously, Fijians are fucking hectic at Sevens. But Serevi was their main playmaker in the Sevens and just a fucking weapon. 
So he's probably got the best goosey I think I've ever seen. But the answer to the question, I think, Benji, in rugby league circles. Yeah, goosey in rugby league, I don't know. You don't see it that much lately. No. And there's not someone who was just a, 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 an exponent, if that's the right word, of the goosey. It's probably more a question for Den and Camp. I mean, he's. I think he's like looked up the fucking Kempe's origins the of the king, yeah, right? the origins of the goosey. He's the goosey wizard. Like, if someone's gonna know, it's him. Kempy, reach out. He Mate, a, he has a doctorate in goosey. Yeah, he does. If you want to call in, Kempy, if you if you're hearing this, call in so we can find out who in your mind has the best goosey of all time. Yeah, that'd be helpful. That'd be very helpful. Cheers for the dribble, bruh. We move Tom, on. Eddie, pays and days. I'd just like to give a big fuck you and suck shit to the Brisbane Broncos. Been Fair. a loyal doggy supporter. Been a long season. And nothing gives me a full-blown mongrel more than knowing that pack of dead shits from Brisbane will be spending the summer with the spoon. Shout out to the sheriff and his pet iguana. See you soon, boys. Shout out to the sheriff. Yeah, shout out to the sheriff. He got injured early in the season, so he's just been, you know, recovering and, you know, I guess hanging with the sheriff. Got his legs up. Got his legs up. Has to. Uh, yeah, fuck the Broncos. I don't know what else to say. Oh, we've covered it. Yeah. How you going, Mr. Thomas, Mr. Edison, Mr. Thomas Edison? It's Mr. Final Squeeze and Dribbler coming from you from 4879. Beautiful cans. The weather has been beautiful up here. Spring has started. Summer is almost started. Gang, hot as shit. It's hot as hell. It's beautiful. But I wanted to talk about the Broncos, my team, the Broncos. And I just wanted to say, I wish the Broncos showed as much passion as young Katoni. Katoni, if he don't, if he don't make the New South Wales team, he might not make run on. But God. God, mate, if he don't make that 30-man squad or 27-man, whatever, he's done his if he don't make that squad... But, like, this is after that. Fuck me. Mm. He deserves Didn't that other guy say, fuck the Broncos? Oh. The one that... Yeah, 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 that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah this guy's hammered. Katani got injured, bro. Fuck my multi, actually. <laughs> I just fuck my too. Yeah. the Broncos put in that much effort as Katani. I wish fucking Darius Boyd started sucking toes. I wish Could be something to the toes. Bent over and just fucking started sucking toes. Maybe. And just fucking, you know, Maybe that's put what that they, they work out. Is, is, is the Broncos need someone season? to suck toes? There's no one there There's to suck in it, right? fucking toes. Tony's their only toes. player. The only Except known Katoni. toe sucker in the team. And Katoni's the only one that's fucking sucking those toes. Yep. I can't argue with that. The whole other team, fact, for some reason... They might be too frigid. Some could talk. They might Some be. Could call I don't know. Are the Broncos frigid? This guy's calling them frigid. They just don't want to suck toes. I don't want to get in that fucking top eight footy. They're happy playing bottom eight footy. You got to suck play toes. Top eight footy. You have fucking suck toes, baby. If you want to win. And they're just not <laughs> fucking sucking toes. <laughs> anyway, I'm on. A, I'm on a Broncos CEO, but if I was. I'll just make sure all those players just start sucking toes. This guy maybe should be the CEO. Uh, They'd have a field that position yet. I haven't picked any. Cairns Dribbler coming out from you. Cairns Dribbler. For a Thursday night, watching Broncos get pumped again. Down the wooden spoon. 
Um, Beer soon. Have a- yep. Great. Yeah, there was a second one. How long is it, Dave? It's 106 seconds. I, I reckon think we leave it there. I, I think I think he got yeah. I think he got his point I don't, across. I don't see what else he could add to that. <laughs> I don't he think that was did two minutes of repetitive. D- he yeah. said so. He did kind of get on a sucking toes like loop there. Look, I I I'm prepared to go out on a limb and and say that that's probably what the second dribble is about as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, think he, he just doubles down. He may have because well, the second dribble is actually about half an hour, 45 minutes later. So there's a good chance he could have actually just forgotten he did the first dribble. There's every chance. He and did sound like he'd had a skin full. I don't want it. Of rugby out. league yeah. proportions. Let's move on. Righto. Uh, g'day, Tom. Eddie. Punters. Uh, dribbles. Uh, it's a double dose seven here. Calling a license to dribble. <laughs> um... I'm a long-time uh, Bulldog supporter, long-suffering Bulldog supporter. And I've been suffering for a long time, and I'd just That's like to do a shout-out to all the all the Broncos fans, <laughs> all the Queenslanders out there. And I'd just like to say, suck shit. <laughs> Last night was a... Uh, this is what is occasion for all of us. 007 license to dribble. I'd like to thank you for your service, serving the state of New South Wales, the uh, state of the NRL in general. And your service has not gone unnoticed and sucking shit. So, uh, so thanks for coming. Uh, wouldn't spend now three in a row. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Yeah, that was uh, certainly someone's given you a license to dribble. I don't know if it was us. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. You're lucky you got that first bit of fucking funny in there, bro. Otherwise, otherwise gonna... you're going to get cut. I think that one survives because of license to dribble. But who knows? Maybe we'll steal it. Let's move on, Dave. Tom, Eddie, Dior, punters, dribblers. Uh, Queenscliff dribbler here, just reporting in with my own brush with lame here from the beautiful peninsula. Uh, quarter past five on a lovely Saturday afternoon, and uh, one Anthony Seabold strolling into the uh, Magic Millions bar at the beautiful Stain Hotel here in Manly. You're kidding. And uh, I said, hey, Seabs. And he said, hey, mate. And uh, that was it. Uh, Love that. But fair play to uh, Seabs to be out and about just so soon after bringing a a powerhouse club to its knees but <laughs> I suppose you got to take your licks boys and uh, fresh yeah, start with the gig in group he probably six. thought he was safe on the peninsula anyway beer soon Peru. yeah I mean no but in fairness to Seabs he probably realised he's not safe anywhere and he's just like fuck it I'm not well, going he wouldn't to go out in Brisbane for that way no you know what I mean? and you know he's got a bit of money to throw around why wouldn't you go in the Magic, Magic Millions bar in the stain Mate, you had a, great, there was a couple of brushes with fucking, lame fucking great bar Couple of brushes with lame from you over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. you got so, spotted out and about on the weekend. I did. I got spotted at uh, Squires. Someone landing. sent in the photo. Is that the Squires landing? Yeah, that was the Squires landing. And then it started raining, so I couldn't tell where. Like, and then the person that the angle of where he would have been sitting, he wasn't there anymore, or her. 
was for him. I don't know. And, and then, then and then I was out later on, and I was blind, and the bloke who was running the bar bought me a beer. Yeah, right. He might have spotted you getting around, did he? Yeah, he goes, well, he did. He came out and gave me a beer. Oh, that's nice. It was lovely of him. Just what said, here you go, thank you for your service sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Rarified air, that's what happens. Yeah, I guess. Top of the heap. Yeah, top of the heap. Top of the heap. Top of the heap. Appreciate that. Forgot his name. Dear Dave, he's the best <laughs> in the man. Oh, let's start that one again. Yeah. Dear Dave, he's the best in the man. He's the best in the land. I love him if I can. Oh, man. I just can't. And wavering bias, he's the best. Vape man, and I can't even buy it. I love, I love the boys. I'm a new listener. I love you boys. Thank you. Cool, man. Welcome. Sweet. Is he double dribbled? No, no, it's just the one. Very new, doesn't realise he's one. got the opportunity yeah. to. But well, he's passed up a great opportunity for the double dribble. Probably didn't need much more after that. No, I think yeah. he said it all, Tom. I mean, I think I think when Prince Dribble was talking about rappers that can tell a story, that that guy in that ilk. No, he, he told was, a story. That was a story, right? He told there. a story. There was narrative depth to doesn't, that. Don't always need to rhyme. I've always said that. No, I don't think so. Just do your day, yeah. the man. The yeah, 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 the he lives man. in the land. He lives in the land. Dior. Open with you as well, which was nice. Yeah, he didn't even mention nice. us. Well, we got a little mention. Did we get a little one? I think he said, I love the boys or something. Uh, if like you that. could record that properly, that will go on to the Hello Sport end of year album, which obviously we're uh, building slowly. Well, the Christmas album. The Christmas album. Because there will be a baggy green up for, for fucking the winning. Oh, mate, don't you think that we're, we're doing another Christmas album? Every year we do a Christmas, Every Christmas year. album. And we do a Christmas carol. A Christmas carol is what I meant to say. Um, Finichario, mate. Finichario. I mean, this could be your year, bro. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, boys, Mr. Exotic. Let's go back from the crematorium, mate. We just watched the uh, the dogs get incinerated as we listed the uh, the JJ Chilton Shield. Uh, and we've uh, we've got we've, we've got uh, some fucking le- uh, some annual leavers gone into the to the workplace, mate, for some uh, for some R and R. The fucking gimps. They probably think it's for rest and recovery. Little do they know. It's Rack and Red. Morning premiers, bro! Holy <laughs> shit. So that was sent in, would you believe, at 10 to 6 p.m. <laughs> and then there's another one which came through at 5 to 1 a.m. <laughs> so let's go with this. Mr. Exotic. Holy shit. Fuck, boys, it's the um, Polax Dribbler. And I've well and truly put the axe in Polaxed. I have completely tranquilized myself. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, I just wanted to ring up and apologize for the decibel reading on the initial dribble. But you need to understand, mate, these modern premierships don't come off into the foot of the mountain, bruh. So, uh, yeah. Bees and cat. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Jesus Christ! Holy shit! My oh. goodness! Just the disparity between the tone of those. Yeah, two yeah, 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 yeah. That was. I, uh, uh, I, I had an inkling. Yeah. Mm. It's going for a gallop among the names. An that's for sure. <laughs> I had an inkling. Right. How are we? Are we trucking nut here or what? Yeah, yeah. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. This is the last double, I think. One Good. more double. This is a short one. Hey, uh, I thought this. Just a quick fact for you. Marrickville, 
at any given time can be the hottest place on earth. Go Nazi. Might need Dior that one to confirm. I did, uh, mate, I did a quick stint in Marrickville a little while ago. When I first moved to Sydney, my auntie used to live there. Oh, Marrickville can get hot. Yeah. Marrickville can get very hot. Get real hot. A lot of concrete. A lot of concrete in Marrickville. Sun uh, beating down and all that concrete can really create radiates, a... Uh, radiate heats. So it's like, it's not necessarily, it's like, you know, the temperature is 19 degrees, feels like 600 degrees. Well, it's the feels like to get you. Yeah. It's the feels like. Yeah. Thanks, Ironside. Good to hear from you, bro. Baggy Green, uh, representative. Yeah, righto. So that was 20 past 7 p.m. on Saturday night. This next one, same dribbler, 2 a.m. Sunday morning. Let's see how we go. Good context. Boys, Ironside. In 1915, St Kilda Football Club changed its colours from red, white and black, which were the same colours associated with Germany at the time, to red, yellow and black, corresponding with those of the Belgian... Belgian... Mate, whatever you want to call them. An ally. Similarly, Penrith Emus in the Shoot Shield comp changed their colours to pink and black to support those fighting in the war. I'm going to think about you. Bye. <laughs> Fuck me, Dad. Sweet. Okay. Uh, random, but it just got me thinking. My old man was telling me the other day, he uh he had he found these letters um from his that his dad got his old man fought in the war mm. and it was before he went to war i don't know what year but like before he went to world war 2 or so, so before world war 2 mm. and it was an invitation from collingwood and st kilda i think and they were like mate come down and train with us with a with an eye to joining the fucking full time squad and then he went to war and never did it. I was like, oh, fuck. So that's where I get my athleticism from. It's in the family. It's in the family. There you go. Anyway, AFL soon, bro. Right up. Three to go. Oh, three to go. We're trucking nut. Yeah, we're trucking nut. I thought it would be like 10. Tom, Eddie, Dior, the punters. And... The so I'm sitting around having a few beers on a Sunday on the boys' birthdays. And what we want to know is, what is your gambling app of choice? I'm sitting here with a, a multi riding 650 if the storm happened to knock off the Dragons. And the second question is, what is your hungover food of choice? We've done You've this, bro. chicken shop in the IGA in uh, Bombala. And it is grouse for the hungover people. Bombardier's got Chicken Express, boys. Chicken Express. <laughs> We've, it's obviously too far to drive to the Colonel and get your standard fucking thing, a sack of box. So, what is your hungover food of choice when you're not... Bombardier's got Chicken Express, boys. Yeah, to the, uh, the Platts Yarn Dribbler, whose birthday it is. He wants to say if he works. Oh. Oh, how you going, boys? It's uh, it's Pat Yarnery. Um, I just had a yeah question to follow on from um, the D Town dribbler. Um, this is kind of it's yeah, it's delicious food related. So I have a theory that there's a line kind of like the Great Dividing Rage that um runs from Tamworth down to Orange and then across to Wagga. And once you once you cross that metaphorical great dividing range 
the hot boxes get better. The further the further west you go, servo hot boxes get better and better and better. Honestly, like the comparison between say Moree and Burke is unbelievable. Like the further west, it just keeps on increasing. So, just wanted to, um, Eddie. I know you're a Dubbo boy, so you'd have probably some experience in this. But yeah, let us know your thoughts, boys. Cheers. See you soon. What was the what was the last uh, the KFC line was it or was it the Red Rooster Red line? Rooster line yeah the Red Rooster line yeah <laughs> there's a Red Loop that's through Sydney right yeah 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 he's talking about the oh, hot box for the, the servo yeah, 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 right? server. so like the servo diner I'm gonna need thing. someone so to draw it, that up for us wait I I'm a bit foreign to this hot box concept is that just like a chicken and chips kind of vibe no, no, so, no like, idea. so like at servos out that way you can there's like diners attached to them usually yeah and he's yeah, saying right. that the hot boxes out there are elite they're not scat I wonder what's in the hot box though that was what I I mean obviously there's chicken in there. Yeah, um, well, chips, obviously. Chicken and gravy. chips. All the good stuff. Well, look, let's let's get a hotbox line for all the... So we know, so dribblers know where yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah, maybe just send them in where, yeah. you, where you know there's a good one. Yeah. Because if you're on the road out west and you need a feed... But also, if you go like, well, um, am I... Which side of the ra- dividing range am I on? Am I in good hotbox territory or am I in shit hotbox territory? Because the further west you go, there's no Kentucky. No. There's no Maccas. And in terms of our hungover food, mate, we're bender mender. Yeah, Dr. we love. V. Yeah, we're, we're Dr. V. Benderman. Dr. V. Bendermenders. Obviously, I'm Kentucky Fried Chicken. KFC, Obviously, I'm Chinese. Obviously, I'm chips and gravy of all varieties. Chicken schnitties. I'm, chicken I'm a schnitties. huge breakfast guy. I'm a big like. If I could have a second dream job, it would be to review big breakfasts. I don't like breakfast too. when I'm hungover. I go straight to burgers. And yeah, but chips. like yeah. it's whatever you're eating for the first time. Right? No, it, straight to burgers. But if the breakfast is something that's hearty, like you got some sausages, you got some Bruh, bacon, that's like, it. Like I I'll need that. I need. I, I wouldn't go like eggs, yeah. sourdough toast, avocado, mushrooms, hash yeah. browns, sausages. I go straight dirty. G'day, Tom, Eddie, your punters and dribblers. Uh, shout to Frog, my favourite dribbler. I really love your work. Um, anyway, you may remember I. Uh, they booed on the hotline around this time last year after the Broncos got absolutely bum-fucked by the Parramatta Eels um, in an embarrassing display. I listened to that back recently. You can hear the uh, heartbreak in my voice um, when I called back about, I think, the 60-minute mark. Anyway, day one of Spoonsville for the fucking donkeys, uh, and I'm not feeling too great. Um, I do have a question though that may be more directed to you, Tom, in your fatherly experience. Um, I do have a 14-week-old son, River Alexander, shout for him, official son of this dribbler, who in his lifetime has never seen a Broncos win. Um, oh my and I'm God. wanting some guidance on what I do in terms of bringing him up as a rugby league fan. Now, in Queensland, we now have two teams with institutional rot, no juniors, total lack of guidance from a board level, but one of those teams has David Fafita on it, and it's not the Broncos. Can I, having no fucking association with Gold Coast at all, and no desire to ever go there, can I tell my son he's a Titan fan and just spare him the fucking misery of the day-to-day that I have to live through now with the fucking donkeys winning the spoon. Um, yeah, we'd appreciate a bit of guidance from you guys. Obviously, 
rugby and AFL are out of the question. We're stuck in this fucking misery pit of Queensland football for the time mm. being. Uh, yeah, so see us soon. Prem's never. Institutional rot fucking forever. Cheers. Institutional rot. Uh, look, first, congratulations tough. on the baby. Look, very tough. Tough. I don't know what that's like, you know, obviously to be the parent to a child who supports a spoon winning team. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't compute for me or for any Manly fan for that matter. Um, what I would say is an option. Now, you could go the route of saying you go for the Titans. I do think the Titans will struggle to uh, maintain any success long term. Just Gold Coast, give me that vibe. I like them, and they'll probably be good next year, but I'm saying they won't necessarily go on a run like the Broncos did and sort of become the Queen, the Queensland team. Mm. What you could do, though, is just tell your son he was born in 2021. Yeah. See how the Broncos go? Change his passport. Change his Change birthday. His birth he has another shit year. He's born in 2022. Just keep going until they have a good year. Yeah, and, the advantage, just, and the advantage is you'll have... You know, a son who's three years older than the competition, he's got a bit of man-child about Dude, him. Dude, you'll have a dominate. man-child on your hands. He's going to kick some ass. Yeah. And at least then you'll be able to enjoy something if the Broncos aren't good because he'll be ripping in a tearing. Yeah, yeah, just keep moving it back. Just but keep, just moving keep it pushing back. it. So, listen, I know he's 14 weeks old, but right now, but, like, I think really he's not born yet. I feel like he's due. Well, he could be born now. Or he could be born just after the season, Eddie. Exactly right. So he could have just been born, at which point it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just or, move it back. Just bump his birth date, you know. Yeah. Just move it a couple of months. Just move it a couple of months. And then if you don't win a game next year, you move it to 2022. There you go. Pretty simple. So on and so forth. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> G'day, boys. Punters, dribblers. Uh, D-Boy here. Uh, just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, do you think there's any correlation between the AFL moving to Queensland and how beta the state of Queensland has become. Like, obviously, Magoo, McLaughlin has moved his sport to an alpha state, trying to somewhat up the status of it. Uh, and instead, he has infected the great state of Queensland with his with beta roots and just absolutely turned that state into a shit show. Uh, anyway, just want to get your thoughts, boys. Cheers. See you soon. That's huge. Has Queensland contracted Magooism? They've contracted Magoo and <laughs> AFL. They've contracted everything that you don't want, basically. Yeah, I could see that. It I makes could, sense. It makes sense. I haven't heard anything else that make any that has explained it any better. Like, I haven't crunched the numbers. No, we haven't looked at it. Obviously, we'll send our team of scientists now onto that. Mm. Well, historically, I mean, if you look at... I guess the end of the era would definitely be the last of the nine in a row. Um, and yep. then it's just been a slow decline from there. And perhaps this year is just the rock bottom. The, this is where they're the bottoming out. The spoon, this is like yeah. where an addict is considering rock bottom. And it's like, now you've got to admit that you have a problem. Mm. And that's that you're a bunch of fucking losers. Because you can trace that back through some other events. I don't know what there was. The, the federal election with them voting in like Pauline Hanson and weird shit like that in Queensland. They're playing shocker after They're playing shocker after shocker. Look, maybe, I mean, you inviting the AFL in, I mean, maybe that's a sign. I, like, Trojan I, horse sort of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, Like, you know, you can blame the AFL all you want, but I think the, the, the problems before that. the one making that. the bad decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there was problems before that to yeah. this point. Yeah. There's been problems. There's been big problems. And, you know, I'm not sure I want to help you fix them. No. Not until Origin's done. Not until over. Origin's done. Good question, though. Good point. Great point. Crashing. 
ring stingers, punters, dribblers, dribblets, and throbbers. This dribbler lives. Let it be known, the sleep dribbler lives. Fuck you, Scooter. Oh. Wow. Holy shit. That got me up and about. That was fucking cool. So he's back. He's back. He's back. He lives. Fuck. Is that an ominous warning? That was like... That was like when you're when you're watching like the TV in like or like the TV's on in sort of like a superhero movie and then the screen goes like distorted and then it's like the killer's face shows is on his there. face yeah 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 it's like coming frightening fuck still cares she still scares the shit sleep out of still out there I feel like he's gearing up for something yeah we want to hear that again when did that one come through is that tonight uh, that one was. Uh, Sunday night at 7.30 last Dang, night. That's such sleep dribbler hours. Such, that's such a... Go yeah, let's go yeah. one more time just because it fucking... See if there's any clues in yeah. here. Ring stingers, punters, dribblers, dribblets, and throbbers. The sleep dribbler lives. Let it be known, the sleep dribbler lives. Fuck you, Scooter. He sounds battered and bruised. He does actually sound like he's not as powerful as he once was. was. <laughs> it does a bit. In fairness to the sleep dribbler, that sounded like... I Maybe mean, he's been in the wars, I'm, mate. Now I'm worried about sleep. It sounds like he's calling from a burner phone as well. Yeah, so he's does, in a bit of trouble It certainly sounds there. like he's calling from a... Certainly sort out your whoever your provider is, sleep. What's up, boys? Uh, Tom, Eddie, the uh, old day. Punters and the dribblers. Uh, just been listening to the potty and um, couldn't be uh, more compelled to call after the Gary Abbott senior talk. Because um, everything you were saying was really, really resonating with me. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you guys kind of put together the pieces like I did, just the clues that he was talking about. But um, can't help but think that maybe he's talking about our, our man, um, St. Peter Valandis. <laughs> Uh, son of Christ, grandson of God. Um, talking about the second coming, uh, going up against the Illuminati. If there's any man going to do it, you know, St. Peter, so I can't think of anyone better. I mean, he's already, they tried to stop rugby league. Nah, can't do it. They want to stop cash? Nah. So Peter Valandis ain't going to, like, oh, St. Peter Valandis ain't going to handle that. I mean, what are we going to do with our cash? Like, we've got to go put it on the horses, put it on the fucking footy. He doesn't want to get rid of it. Um, but, yeah, just want to know what you think. Maybe I've gone too far down a rabbit hole here, but and no, you guys can... Uh, spot on. You've got an appropriate you know, me up, but, way yeah, down the rabbit hole. Your thoughts. Uh, cheers, boys. Be a scene. You're absolutely spot on. Spot on. I don't know how we missed it last week. I don't know week. how we missed it. We must it. have been tired. Well, we were tired. Because that makes complete and utter sense. We've been saying it all year. It is the scene. It's already happened. It's already happened. It was right in front of our fucking face. And now to hear that it's been predicted in the scriptures for this year. Yeah, that, that all makes a lot more sense to us now. It makes I a lot more it's sense. It's just harder for us to really realize. But now when you point it out, St. Peter, second coming of God, grandson of Christ, whatever. I'm fading, but I do agree with you. That's a fantastic point. But I'm barely holding on. So I think we're going to have to leave it there, but that's a fantastic point you make. Gary Ablett's a fucking wig out, but I think he's onto something here with PVL being the second coming. 
We might thrash it out more next week. We'll thrash it out more next week <laughs> if we can remember. Uh, that's it for the podcast. What we didn't get to was that we've got more merch coming. As you may be able to see if we're doing some of these videos, you'll see that there are some Hello Sport beer coolers, stubby coolers. What's up? Uh, they'll be available soon, but we've also got some more. Well, we've got some punters and dribblers hats in the works, which they're coming. Become, uh, you know, they're, they're we're just ironing out the kinks. Yeah, we, we're not we're not one hundred percent happy with them yet. We're not just dropping them until we're ready to drop them. But so there's that, and then there's probably going to be a t-shirt potentially with the last dribble uh, on there, which I've actually. Fucking, we'll look at this after we record, actually, but that's that's en route. Um, anyway, that's us for this week, though, isn't it? Thanks to uh, Bloke in a Bar and to... Um, Dr. V. Dr. V, Ben Demenda. That's Bye-bye. the podcast. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.